The world only makes sense if you want it to, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to the millionth show. My name is James. I'm joined once again by Henry, and we are reviewing Batman versus Superman, Dawn of Justice, Ultimate Edition, hashtags, Snyder, cuts, all that good stuff. So, um, obviously, uh, we didn't record, we didn't release an episode last week because of the morning, uh, the death of the Queen, um, unfortunately. But uh, we're back this week. We, we're entering a new era as well, of course, with this film. We've left the Christian Bale, Chris Nolan era uh, behind, and now we are entering the Ben Affleck, Batman, Zack yeah, Snyder. We're, we're entering, we're entering the era of DC is trying to catch up with Marvel. Yeah, not even trying to catch up, just trying to copy. Um, yeah, more or less. We're going to get into all that stuff, but, uh, but Henry, um, let's get into your history with this film. Well, my history spanning like the last, you know, week, really. The last week. Well, the reason I mention it is because you obviously had to watch Man of Steel first, and then yeah, you had to watch right. this one, right? I mean, yeah, obviously you had to see. I understood why you said watch Man of Steel before this because half of this would not have made sense. I mean, the intro does. I mean, the intro like follows on directly from uh, basically the end conflict in Man of Steel, but I mean. I mean, I mean, I'd heard basically from everywhere that like Henry Cavill was a great Superman, and I, I think this film is full of great-looking, well, great-looking heroes. I think. I mean, the film looks nice to me, uh, but I don't know. This was like really weird to me because I've always like I kind of didn't know for a long time that Ben Affleck had played Batman. I kind of just assumed, oh, the Dark Knight trilogy, and then they just decided ten years later to make the Batman. Um, because there's no like single Ben Affleck Batman film so far. Yeah. I don't know. It's like it kind of flew under the radar for me. But I do remember like I must have been like ten or twelve or something when this when this was being like when this was coming out. So, I so remember, you wouldn't remember the controversy of him being cast then because that was really a big deal. Yeah, it was quite I, controversial. I mean, it's it's like with Bond as well. You know, it's always going to be controversial when you have <coughs> when you have. Um, Whoever cast is bad, it doesn't really matter who it is. It's gonna people aren't gonna like it, right? And Ben Affleck was no different. But um, I think it will be worth touching on Man of Steel, just in terms because we did have to. We're not going to review it, obviously. Maybe one day we'll do a Superman yeah. <laughs> ranking series. Oh man, but, you have to go through like all the seventies ones. Yeah, it? yeah, yeah. But um, I think it'd be worth at least you know, getting your thoughts on, on Man of Steel to start with, and then we can really get stuck into this. Just a, a brief summary of what, what you, how you feel about Henry Cavill's Superman. Because obviously when we review this film and also the other Snyderverse films, we are going to be doing it with a with an eye, you know, focusing on Batman, even though he's not necessarily, you know, the main part of these films. He's just a part of it. So um, we are going to be focusing on that the most. So I think it's worth getting Man of Steel out of the way at least. Obviously, yeah. Superman will, will come up in the storyline, but um, what, what are your thoughts on that in general? Just, you know, I mean, Man of Steel as, as a film in general, etc. I mean, I will say Man of Steel is like, the only other Superman film I'd seen in my life was when I was, as a kid, I'd seen Bat, uh, not Batman, uh, Superman 4, I think it was, which okay. is, I think, like, there, there's like a series of Superman films, I mean, mm. uh, in a quadrology. And that was they supposedly got worse as they went on. And I remember that one. Even as a kid, I thought it was fucking terrible, man. It's like, 
like Superman gets like thrown into like inside of a lift and buried on the moon or something like that. Like, oh. I don't know. I think Lex Luthor makes like a radioactive man or something to fight him, which makes no sense. But I don't know. Um, compared compared with this though, like yeah, this film. Oh, sorry. Compared with Man of Steel, man, these two films mix my head because of the intro. Um, I thought it was quite good because it like got a good uh, intro for Superman. Like, I, I was I was uh, interested to see how like they set up like the good first like twenty minutes. So yeah. starts entirely on Krypton and you know what led to these decisions and so on and who General Zod is. So I quite oftentimes I think it's uh, oftentimes I think it's good in a lot of films when they introduce the villain like in the first like fifteen minutes or something. So. They can mm. prop. They can properly set them up rather than just. Oh yeah, they get revealed near the end, and it's like, oh, yeah. By the way, uh, this is the person you're fighting, and it's like, hmm. um, but yeah, Henry Cavill as Superman. Yeah, I'd have to say he looks great in his suit as well. Especially, it's like fantastic. And um, I was interested in the bit where <laughs> they were like, oh yeah, an S like you know on your chest stands for Superman. He's like, oh well, you know, it's actually a symbol of you know my house or uh, my family da, 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 on on a uh, krypton and they were like yeah okay then that was definitely how uh they uh comic creator uh originally made it but anyway um i don't know i quite liked it i mean given the benchmark for my uh superman comparisons i'd say it was a pretty good film um and certainly i was very very uh, surprised to see them lean into that with the intro of this film like straight up yeah, I, I, I remember I, I insisted you watch Man of Steel before we reviewed this one, just so you could get understand the context of Henry Cavill's Superman. Um, and it's worth bearing in mind as well, because once we finish with Batman, we're going to be reviewing other fran- film franchises, including James Bond, of course. And we yeah. may very well be looking at the next James Bond and Henry Cavill. Um, I know it's pretty irrelevant speculation compared to the subject, but I still think that's... It's interesting, kind of, I, I don't think I've seen Henry Cavill in anything else. Uh, and he's obviously, I don't know if you know, he's English as well. Well, he's actually from Jersey. I had to double check this. He's from Jersey, like on the Channel Islands, if you can believe sure. that. <laughs> yeah, with like a population of like 40,000, I think it is. So, um, so yeah, oh, there you go. And uh, also the only other person in the world called Henry. So, yeah, yeah except like eight, eight British marks, but, you know, like... Yeah. Well, yeah, that maybe, you know, helped in his casting because, like, you know, to be like, you know, this also played this guy from, like, the middle of nowhere in Kansas as well, like, as mm. Clark Kent. I uh, think Superman's just generally a hard character to do well because he's so yeah. boring. I know, because if we're, if we're honest, Superman's a very, like, you know, it's, it's, it's really hard to make him, like, not a Boy Scout cleaning everything. I mean, he still is, despite everything, but... They, with Man of Steel, obviously, they tried to make as kind of a dark Superman kind of film. Well, make it as dark as possible, giving these moral decisions. Yeah, his real-world problems, like, you know. Because it's, it's like, it's, it's a weird one, because obviously the Dark Knight trilogy was, like, obviously approaching Batman in a very grounded manner. And this isn't. This incarnation, this Snyderverse, is more moving towards a more uh, spectacular um marvel style um cinematic universe but even so it begins with man of steel which is okay yeah the first 20 minutes which happened on krypton are very marvel-esque but 
Um, the rest of the film is is well, the the middle chunk of the film, let's say, is quite grounded, right? And it's it's yeah, like totally. realistically dealing with how Superman, if he was real, if he came to this planet, how we would respond to him and deal with him, etc. Obviously, that it goes on to explore that further in this film. Yeah, there's a lot that happens in this film, Batman versus Superman in general. I mean, it doesn't didn't really dawn on me until no pun intended until I was um, actually sat down to watch it again. I think this is a film I've I think I watched it for the third time now. Worth mentioning as well that this is the extended Snyder cut we're reviewing, not um, not the original, the theatrical version, which is half an hour shorter, which I did see originally, and, and I was like, oh, this is shit, you know, pretty much. Um, and then I watched this version, which was far better. Even though it's only got half an hour extra, it's it uses it, and it's and it's obviously more to set up Justice League better and and flesh out these characters a bit more. Um, yeah, did it give did it give like a few extra seconds to the uh, Granny's Peach? Tea or <coughs> Sorry, did it give a few extra seconds to Granny's Peach Tea or something? You know, linger on that. Oh fuck, you know. <coughs> <laughs> yeah, de- no, I don't, I don't think that was possible. Uh, there's there's a good ten minutes of the film just into that. Yeah, it's just like yeah, it's just the, the, that montage of that one jar, you know. Oh yeah, um, <laughs> but there's so much that happens in this film when you consider that. Okay, first of all, it's a sequel to Man of Steel. Secondly, it's introducing us to Ben Affleck's Batman. Yeah, Thirdly, it's like this whole moral conflict with, you know, Superman on the planet still dealing with that. Yeah, he goes uh, to court. <laughs> fourthly, it's introducing a bunch of villains like Lex Luthor, etc. Um, a whole new, you know, in, in, with the Batman thing, a whole, his ensemble of um, extras as well. You've got the actual Batman versus Superman fight. You've got, you've got the teasing got, of like the Flash and Aquaman. You've got all the Justice League shit. Um, you've got the setup to, oh, yeah, obviously the Justice League film. So, you know, and I've probably missed a couple of things there as well. There's so much shit happening. There's this whole Lois Lane stuff. There's so many characters and so much stuff going on. Oh, in yeah, this you've film. got Doomsday as well by the end. Doomsday, of it. yeah. And this is a film where it, it's kind of, it, it, and it's a theme that I think runs throughout Zack Snyder's um, DC films, where it's a film that has some amazing moments, some amazing shots and frames, and lines and dialogues and quotes. Um, but it lacks substance. The story is 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 much weaker compared to previous and is it prior? Yeah. No, since before and since films have had much better uh, stories and dialogue. I think than 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 this film. And yeah, I mean to be fair, it seems like the whole of this film, the whole premise of it, is just the task of like they were trying to find any single way to make Batman and Superman fight and like yeah. When I this first is the thing. This is why it was quite hard. Uh, you know, half of these shots, you can just imagine. And it's also like there's a whole thing about Zack Snyder as well, uh, and your and everyone's views on him as director because he's got very cult following, which I don't subscribe to. Um, I think I don't know. I, I have mixed feelings on Zack Snyder. I think he's very much an artist, probably the most the strongest artistically styled um, director for a Batman film since uh, probably Tim Burton. Um, and that obviously shines through a lot, but it's also it comes at the expense of a good story, which, to be fair, is coming off the back of you know Chris Nolan's Batman, which is like all story and character driven. It's fantastic, and um, it's very hard to follow on from that. And yeah. this, I don't think he even tried to follow on from that, to be honest. Yeah, because they went in a whole different direction, really. Because 
yeah, I mean, I mean, we'll, we'll get into it, but like the difference in this Batman and the previous one is really stark. And uh, when I was watching it, I was like, yeah, man, what the fuck? And I was like, and it, and I do you kind of like it? And it's this whole, it's the, it's the whole concept of actually an older Batman. This is a Batman we haven't seen before. Um, you know, Ben Affleck is is obviously older than Christian Bale, and started, you know, Christian Bale started as Batman in two thousand five. Um, you know, Ben Affleck in 2016, over a decade later. So you have a Batman who's been active for 20 years, right, as, as it's continued reference by Alfred as well. He's been active for 20 years. So we can basically more or less consider that, because this, this Batman doesn't cancel out, in a sense, any previous iterations of Batman. We can assume by this point he's fought and defeated most of his villains and he's gone through a lot already. And they do a good job of not needing to really go into that. There's there's a lot of show not tell um, in 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 that department when you look when when we're looking at Batman and his his little conversations with Alfred. They really make the most of them, um, which we'll obviously get onto later. Yeah, but I think it's it's interesting seeing an older an older Batman and basically a fully fledged Batman as well. He's got all the gear, all the equipment. Um, he's been there. He's done that. He's seen it all. Yeah, Everyone knows. He's him. even got his little like you know little brand you know he puts on people yeah 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 it's some very cool stuff um although i think like i say again this this film is trying to achieve so many things within a three-hour frame that um it, it just comes at a cost of a lot of actual substance and things making sense there's going to be a lot i can already see it coming with with these films we're going to review i mean this one justice league um Suicide Squad, you know, you've got yeah, really some really cool scenes, some really cool moments that just don't make sense. They're very cool, but it's like, it's just there just to be in the trailer, you know, or something yeah, like that. Like, do it for yeah, the trailer. You can imagine Zack Snyder for half of this fucking film directing. Come on, let's do it for the trailer. Let's do it, you know, just to get this cool frame in there. There's so much of that. And it is cool, but it's also like, okay, well, it needs to make sense as well, you know. And, and they, Yeah, they, and they it also feels do like... Job of that sometimes. Yeah. Yeah, and Elfman feels like some of this is like there's very little actual Batman versus Superman in this. I feel almost like because like yeah. their total fight time is like well, five ten minutes. The rest of it's like all this other stuff that's happening, as you said. Um, yeah, it's all building up to it. It's all trying to explain things, getting from A to B to C. Um, the fight itself, yeah. I mean, obviously we'll get there ourselves, but um, I don't know. The thing is, I mean, I I think a good way to illustrate. I'm gonna. Um, invite people behind the curtains a little bit here but you know obviously I write notes for the films and and you know for example um, the more story orientated ones like like the Dark Knight got loads of notes on it, they'll take yeah three even four pages of notes here for this film even though it's the longest one we've reviewed yet this only took two and a half pages which is like I think maybe about the same as Batman Returns or something like that yeah I noticed that as well because I was writing some for this and I was like um there's a lot going on, but there's not really much like to say about it. Going like, oh, yeah. um, so, but then again, we'll see actually <laughs> how long this episode turns out to be. It could be two hours, it could be three, ladies and gentlemen. Um, because obviously as well, at the end of this episode, we're going to review, sorry, we're going to rank a lot of elements because, you know, we need to, we've got a whole bunch of, we've got a new Batman, a new Alfred, a new Batmobile, new Batsuits, two new Batsuits, a new Batman theme. Um... We got a whole bunch of shit we need to get into. So um... the intro is like straight out of um, Batman, but sorry. Yeah, it, yeah. So this film opens concurrent. That's the right word, right? To 
Man of Steel. To present day, yeah in, yeah, in the middle of the end. Very fucking cool opening, in my opinion. Uh, okay, actually, 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 the very, very opening of this film was a little quick recap of the origin story for the... I mean, I don't think there's anyone who walks into the cinema for this film that didn't see the Dark Knight trilogy, okay? But in case you didn't, in case you forgot, in case you were in a coma or something, they did do a little origin recap where we get, you know, basically Batman's parents being killed, fucking oh, yeah. a whole bunch of pearls, you know. We oh, get, man. Make sure that we we hear the word Martha, okay? Bruce, uh, sorry, Thomas Wayne, his last words are not, uh, what was it he says in Batman Begins? He says it quite fun. He's like, <laughs> don't be afraid. In this film, he says, Martha. So, uh, oh, man. yeah, get a like, whole good dollop of pearls. In fact, oh, yeah, when we like, watched it, we like, watched those things together, and you said, oh, do we get the pearls? And you, you're like, oh, yeah, we get pearls. It's, it's literally like, this is what half the Snyder Cut went towards. It's just this whole, like, several shots on the pearls, man. Yeah, the, the pearl fucking, you know. Like, uh, montage. <laughs> I was interested to see that Hans Zimmer did the music for this as well in the credits. I was like, oh, he's back again. Hans Zimmer and, yeah, Junkie XL. That always jars me. Because it comes at a moment where he's like, the, the rubber, like, pulls the trigger, man. And then it's like, it's meant to be the most, like, impactful moment. But then it's like, Hans Zimmer and Junkie XL. It's like, oh, fuck. <laughs> you could have put that somewhere else. Um, we get Batman as well. I'm sorry, young Bruce Wayne. Um, you yeah, know, at the funeral, rot falls in the hole just like in Batman Begins, but except he floats up and it's like, yeah, and he, he turns back and Netflix, man. Yeah, and in the dream, I fly up and it's just kind of shit, you know. Yeah, like, oh, by the way, guys, I didn't actually float up. Like, yeah, just in that didn't really it happen, but it didn't happen. I was like, just don't put it in the film. Just stop. yeah, I think this whole bit was completely unnecessary, except for I suppose putting emphasis on the whole Martha thing because the whole fucking film revolves oh, around that. We'll, we'll get to that bit. Oh, oh yeah. Um, but that's that's where we're at. We we get the, the whole Martha. We, I, I think that's pretty much the only purpose this recap serves, to be yeah. honest. For the one person on Earth who hasn't seen the yeah. uh, <laughs> the Bruce Wayne origin story. Um, but anyway, we do get to a very cool, what I always think of as the opening, which, yeah, I, like I, I say, it's... Basically, the end of Man of yeah. Steel slash beginning of this film. I mentally where... edited out that uh, the first bit because, like, I actually thought it was how the film started. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> the beginning of this film is fucking awesome. In my opinion, I love it because you know we get a whole we we just we get Ben Affleck straight in the deep end, like you know, literally fire baptism. It doesn't really make sense why he's there. You know, I was thinking about what's he actually doing, rushing into Metropolis at this moment. To go to his built to his office there. I don't. Yeah, I don't he, really... has to, he has to tell his workers to get out of the building because. They yeah, yeah, that's right. They, 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 they until he tells them. Yeah. yeah. And he has to tell them, but he, oh, it, it doesn't make. This is already we're getting into Zack Snyder territory of. It, this is cool, but it doesn't make sense, and that is Wayne in Metropolis while Superman is destroying it basically, and and General Zod of course. Yeah, I don't know, man. Like here's a tower in Metropolis, it seems so. Oh Johnny yeah, Wayne Tower would be in Gotham, but I don't know. Maybe well, he's, he's got obviously a, his Metropolis branch there, I yeah, suppose. His, yeah, business empire. Um, I, I, don't get me wrong, this scene is very fucking cool. It just doesn't make sense. But if we ignore the actual making sense bit, you know, we've got Ben Affleck, man. He's looking fucking jacked. He's wearing a really cool um, outfit because he's got like a three-piece suit, but without the blazer. So he's like running. He's jacked, so he can't run properly. He's muscle-bound, man. Um, 
He's uh, he's he's fucking jumping off a helicopter. Then in his his four by four, he's driving through this, and you're getting a lot of like to be honest. And he's radioing ahead. He's like, "Yeah, get out of there," you know, to this random old guy called Jack. But the yeah. way Jack sounds like sounds like Dad. Did you get that? He's no, like, not really, but Jack, I, Dad. It kind of sounds. I don't know. I think they. I don't think that was an accident. I think they're just trying to. I don't know, like. Give us some kind of um, emotional, you know, reason to care about this 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 moment because he's calling him Jack and it sounds. The, I think the way he says it does sound like Dad's like Jack, Dad. I don't know. Do, do you know what I mean? Maybe no, not. I really don't. I, I'm gonna I don't honest. know. Maybe I'm reading into it too much. But um, yeah, I mean, one thing I actually noticed with this as well. I was like, is this is his Metropolis branch. I was thinking like, man, can you imagine if instead of this random Jack guy was like Lucius Fox or someone that you actually care about? Oh, don't even say that, man. If Fuck. Morgan Freeman died in this film, yeah. then it would oh, just that would have been way cooler. Yeah, they should have just killed off. I mean, then wouldn't, obviously it wouldn't be Morgan Freeman, but just kill off someone. Oh, Lucius. Yeah, that would have been way cooler. And just Jack, who the fuck is Jack? Yeah, um, Jack, that guy who you know works for me. Yeah, uh, and all anyway, and uh, and we get a lot of nine eleven basically imagery here because uh, you know, obviously basically fucking his Wayne Tower building gets gets destroyed Jack dies it's a bit weird as well the way he dies because he's like oh yeah uh, he says his Hail Mary shit um, into his microphone I think so he's just saying it to Bruce Wayne I don't know it's it's I don't know it, it, it's, it's sad but it's like okay but it just leads to a cool moment where he like he's walk, he's walking through the smoke and the dust which would you know suffocate him for sure but um you know, obviously it's a film, so we'll forget about that. But it's it is like literally nine eleven imagery. I remember watching a documentary, and it's like you know a, a shit ton of people died just from the smoke, the yeah, all the ashes, dust, like you know? basically disintegrated building that you're going into your lungs. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, but anyway, Ben Affleck can breathe just fine, so can all the kids there and the people and a horse. Zach Snyder, you know, he loves. Yeah, why is there a horse there? Like, yeah, there's a ran- <laughs> there's a random horse there. No reason, just like I thought. I thought he'd like spawn in Skyrim or something like as soon as that smoke. Yeah, well, Zack Snyder, as you're gonna see, he loves a horse, and um, I think uh, yeah, it does make sense, but it looks especially dead horses. Oh yeah, and um, yeah. Anyway, that's that's the um, but uh, Bruce Wayne he he finds a guy stuck under a beam. You know, he's like the guy's like, oh, I can't feel my legs. You get a bit of strange dialogue here. He's like, oh, you know, um. Don't worry, what's your name? And he's like, uh, no, no, he's like, oh, Mr. Wayne, I'm over here, help me. And he's like, uh, don't worry, uh, Wallace, what do they call you? Wally? You're the boss, boss. And then he pulls him off. It's a bit strange, I don't know. Yeah, you're like, if, if my legs had been crushed under like a fucking like a steel beam, I'd be like, ah, not like, oh, yeah, yeah, thanks, boss. For now, uh, boss, boss. <laughs> I don't know why that line is like it's so such a weird. Why is why is Bruce Wayne going? What do they call you? What he just makes up a nickname for him on the spot, you know? I, I don't know. That, what do they call you, Wally? Or like of all the of all the nicknames? Yeah, but you know, Wayne. like yeah, this is this is good guy Bruce Wayne coming out of him, you know, the one. Yeah, yeah. I mean, listen, people. it does set up a very cool kind of um, Bruce Wayne image as well. It is a bit strange, like, they won't evacuate the building until he tells them to. They're like, they're all stood there waiting until he goes, okay, come on, everyone, Mr. Wayne says we can go now, you know, you don't have to wait to die. Uh, well, you know, maybe, this is, this is, this is, this is theory just came to me on the spot, maybe after, you know, 
not definitely not killing Bane in the Dark Knight Rises. You know, all the League of Shadows guys now work for him, and they're all really devoted to him, which is why they're sat in the building. Oh and, yeah, yeah. Oh, they're going to expect. Oh, company, you know? Expect one of us in the wreckage, brother. Do <laughs> you think they were they were looking for a bit of that? Maybe. Yeah, maybe. Good, good, good theory. Anyway, uh, we get another fucking uh, cool moment where, well, they save the legless guy and then uh, Bruce Wayne goes and saves this girl. Uh, he's about to get crushed by some rubble. Uh, and he's like, oh, don't worry, we'll find your mum. Where's your mum? She, she looks up and it's like this fucked up burning building. And uh, Bruce Wayne's like, and then Whoops. Bruce Wayne sees Superman there and he's like, oh, you know, you get the fucking music, the Batman theme. It's so fucking good, man. Yeah, it's like, oh, I, I didn't really notice it the first couple of times I watched this film, but this time I was like, fuck, this theme slaps, man. Yeah, it's, um, like, a, it's like a dark Batman theme. Yeah, yeah it, it is proper dark Batman. Da, 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 da. It's so fucking good. Hans Zimmer goes all out, man. Um, But anyway, uh, yeah, yeah, it's fucking awesome, man. Um. We then cut to a little bit where we. Uh, there's going to be a lot of things we kind of skip out. There's so many little scenes just thrown in there to kind of tie it all yeah, together. Yeah, it's like half of this film is just. So we cut to this bit. Yeah, we get a bit of. They find some crypts night in the Indian Ocean. That's important. Yeah, that, um, that's like a 20 second scene. They move on. Oh, we're now in Africa. 18 months later. Yeah, you know what? This film gave this film gave me um, Casino Royale vibes in that there's just bang, 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 scene after scene after scene. There's like fucking a million things happen in this film but at the same time nothing you know <laughs> so then we get Lois Lane in the desert uh, on a, no, on a no, as, as, a, as a journalist not as a woman but as a journalist um, she basically gets in, mixed up in this undercover CIA shit uh, with some kind of you know stereotype African arms dealer terrorist slash oh, yeah, the, freedom uh, fighter totally not Gaddafi um and uh yeah basically superman bails her out long story short um I mean, although you know he's framed uh, for killing him isn't he but he also definitely killed that guy like totally kills him oh, yeah sent him through like several layers of like walls and shit superman is a fucking killing machine man in man of steel and in this film and so is batman but to a lesser extent you know batman only kills you know who he can with his human limitations right yeah but man, he has 20 years of crime superman kills batman, fucking batman. you know he's merciless bruv um you've got obviously although you know what he kills this guy that has lois lane at gunpoint right but what what gets me every time i watch this film this is the third or fourth time i think the third time i always expect him to do his laser eyes and just burn his fucking head off right but yeah, he doesn't he like lois lane like moves he moves a little bit and then nods at him and then he like smashes him through the wall instead why doesn't he just laser him in the face you know what i mean like that's what oh, i don't know maybe maybe he'll like see it for a second his eyes go red and he's like oh might be a good time to shoot this lady i don't know oh yeah but, i guess i don't know it's, it's fucking stupid yeah so made a good point of this scene actually that it would have been better i mean because um, the whole film, a lot of this film surrounds like, did Superman actually kill these people? You know, like oh, all yeah. the people there. I mean, but obviously throughout the whole film, we know obviously he didn't because we saw at the beginning he didn't kill them. Maybe it would have been better to leave it as a bit of a mystery as to like Superman goes in and then you only see the aftermath of it. And yeah, it's... yeah, I know what you mean. I know what you mean. Yeah. Although I, I think the problem is, is that he's so clearly 
not, I mean, indirectly killed people in, in Man of Steel, right? I mean, the, the collateral damage that happened at the end of that film. Oh. Not just lives, but also fucking billions and billions of dollars in, in real estate and shit as well, you know, office buildings that they fucked up as well. So, and a hell of a lot of people died. Well, I mean, that's Batman's whole motivation as well, right? At the beginning of this film, he sees Jack, you know, and all this, yeah, he sees Jack die basically, and this guy fucking Jack has his legs half, and this girl's mum dies, and it's like, fuck, you know, this is basically Superman's fault, pretty much. So, not, yeah, not that, it was also General Zod's as well, mainly. Yeah, yeah, obviously shit. General Zod, but like, you know, it, you know, if it's me, I'm, I'm saying man, still, I mean, Superman is, is, you know, guilty party as well, you know. We should add as well that what's happening now is 18 months since Man of Steel. Yeah, since Man of right? Steel. But... Slash two years, 18 months, two years. This, this yeah. all takes place over the course of about six months. Um, so, yeah, I, I always wondered that. Why doesn't he use his laser eyes at that moment? Who knows? Um, yeah, and the thing is, I'm not entirely sure. It's like, in the scene where they, they like frame Superman for killing these people by just shooting a bunch of these people up, I can't tell. I'm, I'm pretty sure they only kill terrorists, I think. Or they kill civilians as well. Yeah, I think they just kill terrorists, but then that lady comes out there, he's like, yeah, he was he was this, but he was also my husband or something, you know. Um, and I don't know if we're going to come back to this, 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 this actress, but I was like, where do I know her from? I recognise her from somewhere. And she is in Luther, like, you know, that TV series I was gone about. Yeah, that TV uh, series you go on about that and then nothing. <laughs> she's in that. And I was like, oh, yeah, that's that That got me hyped for no she's reason. She's pretty good in this film, I think. Yeah, yeah, she only pops up like a few times, but what she does, I mean, yeah, it was just nice. To, I was like, yeah, there's a lot of familiar faces in this film, to be fair. And she's one of them. Um, anyway, this is our whole setup for Lois Lane to go on some detective shit that yeah, no one really cares about, but it's yeah. important for the pretend story of this film um we then cut to gotham or slash metropolis where they have uh they're having a, an american football game which gotham lose in the last minute so that's a catalyst for a, a fight in the city um the that leads the police to find some kind of fucking sex trafficking dungeon um where batman is so you know, this is where we get we get a glimpse. We we only get to glimpse Batman. There's obviously the police guy goes up and then Batman. He like looks yeah, Batman like, sat there in a corner. He's like, fucking corner. Yeah, it's so cool, man. Um, uh, it was cool the fact that he was there, but he did look to me like he looked a little funny in that. Just just standing yeah. up, like hunched up, like this huge guy in the corner, like trying like this guy would probably be spotted first thing. I'm not gonna lie. It was strange, but yeah, it was cool but strange. It was like yeah, I mean, but it was like he was like an actual bat. Except the right way up, so I don't know. Um, I thought it was cool, but yeah, I mean, and 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 obviously we get the music as well a little bit, and uh, obviously we get to focus in on this new element of Batman that we we never see before. It's uh, the Bat brand. He's this criminal guy has got this branding on him. Um, I always found this scene a little bit strange, just to sort of dwell on it for a few more moments, where you know um, the police discover these like. I guess it's sex trafficking that's going on there, right? This, like, yeah, little cage. Back. Yeah, with all these... Yes. <laughs> yeah, then it's not a charity, is it? Um, <laughs> you know, these these women are in this, like, sort of cage, and the police are like, yeah, let's let's get you out of here, and they fucking close the cage again because they're, like, they're, they're scared of Batman or whatever, I guess. I always found yeah, that was a little fair. bit strange because I think after 20 years, they kind of know Batman's 
all right, but maybe not Batman's turned dark as well at some point, I think. Yeah, because by this point it's like, oh yeah, whoever gets branded gets like killed in prison and so on. Like uh, Yeah. Well I don't think he's branding he wouldn't brand them. I'm I'm sure they would know that he's not gonna brand I'm sure they would know that Batman is there to help them. Like I don't think they have really at this point would have because we have to assume a lot obviously, but I would assume that they would know Batman's not gonna fuck them up. But, yeah, but I mean, to be fair, like Gotham is like city of I don't know, ten plus million people, right? Yeah. However many times you actually encounter Batman, you'd probably hear like a million more like rumors and shit about him, especially as he gets older, he's more violent and so on. Be like, oh yeah, he like took off my mate's head the other day or something <laughs> like, or like oh or someone I know like sort of chops someone's hands off or something like that. But I mean, uh, twenty years later, I think twenty years, it would be safe to assume that he's not going to come for the innocent sex workers here or whatever they are i'm not really sure oh, who knows but i don't know it's, it's not like batman it'd be like legend like like urban legend really half the time i think that would be the case in the dark in the dark knight trilogy or, or any other incarnation of batman more or less but i think this one is like 20 years i think you'd have a pretty good idea of who batman would be by then you know 20 years but he doesn't like... change over those 20 years doesn't he especially as you can see by this i point. suppose yeah i suppose i suppose like, uh anyway uh we get to a scene where lois lane is like finds a bullet in her diary whatever uh she sits in the bath uh superman or clark kent actually walks in he gets uh, in the bath fully clothed. Yeah, gets in the bath fully clothed, man. How dirty can you be? <laughs> yeah, I know. It's like that's the only thing I noted about this scene. He's just in the bath fully clothed, man. I think that must have jarred everyone, man, because he's like, like, doesn't even take his shoes off, man. Just like drags <laughs> the remember. filth yeah, of Metropolis in there with him, you know? Like, I don't oh. remember any of what they said. It's just he got in the yeah, bath. Yeah, yeah. I can't remember any of the dialogue. It's like, oh, yeah, I don't know. It's, I think it was about the desert things. Like, oh, you shouldn't have saved me. It's like, you know, I had to, whatever. Like, I, I, I assume that... I mean, you do get a good look at, you know, Henry Cavill's chest, who, who's yeah, fucking true. ripped to shreds, man. I've, and you know what? Um, I heard that Henry Cavill, he he was like, didn't take any roids or anything for this. He was like, all natural muscle, man. Hard to believe, because his fucking muscles have got muscles, man. Um, yeah. And I do want to shout him out for going, like, full, like, you know, hairy chest and all that shit, man. He, like, like... You know, I respect that a lot as a fellow he chest chest head man. Um, so yeah, anyway, he's one of us. Yeah, yeah, he's one of us, man. Henry Cavill. Uh, I don't think he's. I think Henry Cavill Superman. His performance is. I think is he's it's a, it's a hard role to really do well. I think he he does well with what he's got, but it's just so hard to be a good Superman next to a good Batman because Batman is such a far more interesting and deeper and more relatable character than Superman. Superman's just like this, okay, whatever, you know. Like, yeah, it certainly helps that Batman, you know, can die, you know. He's more yeah, dead. exactly. Um, oh, well, whatever. Superman can, as we'll find out in this. Sort of. Sort yeah. of die. Yeah. Um, anyway, we get to see uh, the Batcave. We get oh, to meet oh, yeah. Jeremy Bat Irons, Alfred. New Batcave check. New Batman, yeah, new Batcave, new Alfred. Alfred, yeah. So, uh, Jeremy Irons, Alfred, you liked him? Yeah. I mean, obviously, it's following on from Michael Caine, so I don't think I was going to beat, but like this guy, <laughs> this Alfred is like, I, I could totally understand. This could also, this wouldn't be Michael, Michael Caine's one, but obviously, like, this could, this is one of the things that would never follow on uh, from Dark Knight, but like, 
after 20 years of seeing Batman evolving, you know, he's got like no life. He's just killing people, branding him. I'd be sick of his shit as well. <laughs> this Alfred, like, he, he does some great lines. He's like, turn Batman basically like, shut the fuck up. And I did yeah. notice in this, sometimes he just drops calling him Master Wayne. He's like, Mr. Wayne, can you uh, like fucking get out of there, will you? Yeah. Or Jeremy, like uh, Jeremy Wayne's Alfred is fantastic. I, I, I think, have yeah, obviously. Episode, like, it's, it's not like funny banter, it's just like a fuck you. Are. Yeah, he's just like, he's like done with this shit, but he's still doing it. <laughs> he's like really reluctantly like helping Batman. And it's just like, yeah, and yeah like, oh, every I'll chance he gets, he's kicking, you know, sticking the foot and sticking the boot into to Bruce Wayne, you know, just like, yeah, fucking get a family, man, you know, like, probably hates the job, but the pace too good for him to leave. Yeah. So. And Jeremy Irons is some, like, really dry banter, man, you know? It's not like, you know, Al- Michael Caine's Alfred, he's, like, you know, jolly, jolly sort of uncle, granddad. Je- uh, Jeremy Irons is just, like, he's so fucking cool as well. And he's just, like... Although the funny thing is, as well, I find, even though... You know, the funny thing with this film is the age differences between the actors, okay? So this is the first Batman Alfred, and I think the only Batman Alfred, where they seem the closest in age, you know? I don't really feel that there's an enorm, a huge age gap, even though there is a big age gap between Jeremy Irons and Ben Affleck as, as you know, acts as people. Um, but I think the, the Bruce Wayne and the Alfred, they feel like they're not, uh, you know, decades apart in, in yeah, age. Yeah, he couldn't really you know? look like he'd be his dad, you know? They look like the same age group. Uh, and it always bugs me, you know. I always notice the age gaps between, you know, certain characters, right? And in this um, world in general, you have, like, quite a young Joker. You have an older Batman. You have a younger... Uh, super, Superman's significantly younger than, than, than Batman, for example. Lois Lane... Well, Amy Adams is, is 10 years older than Henry Cavill. And then Henry Cavill, uh, Superman's mum... Martha is 10 years, the actress for her is only 10 years older than Amy Adams. So it's like, I don't know, there's there's a lot of like, of that going on. I always notice that shit. I don't know if that really matters to anyone, but for me, it's yeah, like... it doesn't matter to me, I can tell you that. That's but, right then. I mean, the um, only thing I did notice is the fact that Alfred and Bruce Wayne kind of do look like similar ages. And I've got a uh, bit of trivia for you here, Henry. Do you know I who do. was nearly cast as Alfred for this film? Come on, you're going to pull out like something crazy. Like, I, don't I am. Are you ready for this? Who was it? Timothy Dalton. Oh, <laughs> oh man. That would have been great. How'd you like that? Oh. I don't know why they've, you know, no, I don't know why they've never cast a former Bond. As, why didn't you cast a former Bond for anything? Like? I don't know why they haven't yet. But why haven't they cast a former Bond as, as Alfred yet? Yeah, I mean, like... That'd be amazing. That's totally what Bond would do when he retires, man. He would become an Alfred. Oh, huh? oh like, well, I mean, to be fair, though, we've got... Uh, we're gonna have Piz Brosnan as uh, what's his name in in Black Adam? Is it Doctor Fate? I think the DC film. I don't know. I mean, I, I and I think if you're gonna choose a particular like, uh, you know, Bond as a, as a as an Alfred, I think you know. Well, unfortunately, Sean Connery and Roger Moore have passed away. But even if they hadn't, I still think Timothy Dalton's got to be right up there. Just on well, the strength of him, is obviously in Hot Fuzz as well. You know, I, I think he'd be very good, Alfred. Yeah, um, I mean, and who knows? Maybe in the in the in the fullness of time, we could get a Daniel Craig Alfred one day. You heard it here first. <laughs> I get him. I get a Pierce Brosnan Alfred if DC like him enough. Pierce Brosnan <laughs> so, Alfred. 
Mm. It wouldn't make any sense. So you wouldn't. I don't different. know. Um, I don't think he'd be as good. I think it's Timothy Dalton Alfred. I'd have, I'd have turned up for that for sure. But, but... George Lazenby and Alfred. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> He's ne- they're never calling him back for anything. After yeah, yeah. Poor old George Lazenby. Anyway, <laughs> back to it. Um, we basically get a bit of plot development here where Lex Luthor, he's acquired a bit of kryptonite and he shows it to a senator and some important people in the US Army or some shit. Uh, and he says, yeah, I just need this kryptonite for Superman yeah, uh, needs, to keep us safe. You know, this isn't it. home defense. This is planet defense, defense, whatever. Yeah. Um, and all he wants is access to uh, the Superman ship from Man of Steel and General Zod's body. And then he, like, gives the sweet to the guy puts it in his mouth. Bit weird. What do you think of this Lex Luthor? Uh, Jesse Eisenberg as Lex Luthor. How, how, how did that sit with you? Because I think this, you know. Yeah, I can tell this is probably like, a, like other people like him or don't. Mm. But for me, it was like 50-50. I kind of half liked him and half didn't because uh, I don't know where the guy was going with him half the time because it's mm. like, he's got these like weird mannerisms. Like he's yeah. like doing a Heath Ledger or some shit. But it's like not he hasn't like leaned in all the way so it's kind of like it's like he's half trying or something but then he's also kind of insane but he's also trying to give speeches and shit and he's like doesn't know what he's saying yeah it's like it's like i think they're trying to show someone who's like isn't very stable but it comes to the point where it's like is this guy acting or is he like having an attack on stage or some shit like yeah <laughs> yeah i i appreciate what Jesse Eisenberg was trying to do as Lex Luthor, I, I, I kind of, I, I got it and I liked it, but I don't think it really fit in this film. Like the, the tone of the rest of this film and every other character in it, I think this Lex Luthor just really took me out of it a lot with his like, like you say, with his mannerisms and with his, you know, his, he's so like, he's so jarring, you know, just like his, you know, his in, in, incoherent. And yeah, of course, they're trying to display someone that's um, that's insane, and they do that very successfully, I think. And he's just so young as well; like he's like yeah, again, that, the also, he's younger like, than all of them. He's the youngest one there, surely. You know, he's yeah, like when, when I saw this first scene with him, he's like he's sort of like, oh yeah, my dad this, my dad that, my dad hung this painting. But then, yeah. and I was like, oh, he's Alexander Luther, and I, I didn't the Lex Luther part didn't like click into my brain i thought is his dad lex luther and we're just looking ah. at his son like walking around his house or something and we're gonna see lex luther later and i was like oh it's alex Lu- oh, lex yeah luther. it's, oh, it's okay. he's it's a strange character i personally i kind of I, I respect it but i wish they'd maybe just tried a different you know i think this this would have really benefited from for example like a you know a british actor who's done a lot of villains bit more experience bit older like you know, and that the, that's good at doing villains. I'm trying to think of like an example. You know, like the guy in um. Oh, his name escapes me, man. I'm gonna look him up quick. But he's like um, he's born when he's in Shutter Island. But then I remember you haven't seen that. Oh, yes, of course I haven't seen Shutter Island. Uh, let me find his name. Long may I be damned for that. <laughs> yeah, you got it. Uh, Ben Kingsley, for example. You know, or I mean, obviously a previous Lex Luthor was. Uh, Kevin Spacey, you know, I, I mean, like a, a more of a seasoned actor that's has a very intimidating screen presence. I mean, Jesse Eisenberg just doesn't have that. It's, there's absolutely nothing intimidating about him at all, you know. And I think that's a very important thing to have as a villain, let alone a Superman villain, right? And someone that's genuinely intimidating. And there's nothing 
He's yeah. like the opposite of intimidating. He's like, you just doesn't take himself. He is serious, but he doesn't appear serious at all. And it just doesn't work as an as Yeah, a, as I know. That's the same thing with this guy. He's like, there are some parts, there are some times like where, in, like, even within the same like sentence, he's very good. And then in the next part of the sentence, he's very bad. Like, it's like he's like wildly swinging on a pendulum of his acting. I don't know what it is. And you so, know what kind of, and, and it's, it kind of reminds me of um, Jared Leto's Joker as well. We'll yeah, get into him. Yeah, a bit like that, really. But it's kind of like that. It's like, yeah, yeah, I, I'm feeling, I, I respect this, but I'm also like, it doesn't really work for me. It doesn't really work within the frame of this film. It's like, it belongs to another film or something with, with, of a different tone. And the fact that this guy's the main antagonist for a Batman vs. Superman film. I mean, obviously, he also takes a back step because really it's like Batman versus Superman. So he's like, but he's the one pitting them against each other. Yeah, he's the guy facilitating. I mean, his plan, I mean, to be fair, his plan's like all right in this, I think. Like, uh, I'd heard, like, oh, yeah, his, like, the, the plan was kind of contrived in some parts. I mean, mm. obviously, to get Batman and Superman to fight, it's not going to be easy, but it's okay in this, I think. Um, but but why does he want, well, this is the one thing that quit. Why does he want. Why yeah, that's the thing. What's his motivation? Does he just hate yeah. him or something? Why does he? Why does he want Batman dead? Or why does he want? A little bit of Superman. It's just like get straight. It's just a bored billionaire. He just wants. Yeah, he could just be bored. I mean, he's also insane, so that might help. <laughs> I suppose. Yeah, but why? Why does he specifically want Batman? Why does he want them two fighting? You know, I don't know. Just. I mean, he's also why would you unleash students down the world just for fun? I guess he's he's just you know, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I really don't. It's, he's got no personal stake in it. We, you know, he hasn't suffered any loss thanks to Superman or or Batman. Yeah, we know. So his motivations are completely non-existent, really. Yeah, I mean, and, and someone <laughs> else made a good point of this. Like, he like he does all this illegal shit. Like, you know, he gets like these prison inmates who are branded by Batman killed yeah. so yeah. so Batman looks like a bad guy in the eyes of Superman and he, he sets up all this shit to make Superman look bad like obviously all illegally and he just gets all these people killed but he wants the import license for this kryptonite when he could just illegally smuggle it into you know his building right yeah, that's a great that point. It really is not hard for someone like him, like like you know, <laughs> Daggett built like an entire like villain base for, for like underneath Wayne Towers for Bane. Yeah, but this that's guy a great can't point. Like, this guy can't that's move great. like a rock around. Yeah, that's a great point actually. Um, yeah. I, anyway, I think we we've dwelt. We'll come back to him, Lex Luthor. Um, we've also got okay. So then we get the next bit where. Uh, the guy from before, Wallace, Wally, who lost his legs thanks to Superman, basically. Uh, he's now wheelchair-bound. He turns up to the S Superman statue, hoists himself up onto it and vandalizes it. Uh, what does he write? False God, I think. Yeah, something like um, that. But also... Get, like, this whole... In the background of this film, it happens between these scenes. Like, there's yeah. always news flashes of, like, oh, Superman, friend or foe, basically... Um, and it's this whole like blah 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 comparing to God, Jesus, etc. Whatever. Um, you've got uh, then you've got then you've got yeah okay, Bruce Wayne attending some kind of like yeah pit backstreet car park street fight, um, where he's like backing one of the guys, man. Like I, I don't know what he's doing there. He's also um, bored, you know. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, bored, but I don't know. I mean, obviously he's tracking down this Russian guy, but. You know, oh, oh, Bruce Wayne, what are you doing here? You know, like it, it doesn't yeah, make a whole lot of sense. Think like he'd get photographed and exposed for this, but you know. 
Yeah, exactly. It's like, what, what are you doing here, mate? But whatever, he's yeah, tracking down this Russian I mean, guy. Uh, we can point out there's a very briefly after this, you do get to see the backflare cast in the uh, in the shower. Oh yeah. Oh, don't worry, don't worry. I've got that. I've got that specially reserved here. Uh, a bit of dialogue, but uh, specially reserved. Well, you know, he's he's having a chat with this Russian guy. Uh, he, he actually speaks Russian. Flexes on him a bit. I think that was cool. Uh, and tracks his phone. Okay, so that's important. Then um, we get a little bit of uh, Lex Luthor again, where he's speaking with that senator from Kentucky, uh, who blocks his license, his import license. Like you said, he could just. Easily smuggle it in his own way. Yeah, but. and he's also kind of put, like, you know, incriminated himself a bit, being like, oh, who's trying to kill Superman? Just set him up to do this. The guy who's trying to get the thing yeah. that can kill him? Maybe. I don't yeah. know. Um, and the whole point of this scene is to set up the grandma's <laughs> Yeah, the grandma's peach tea. tea. Yeah, you, you piss in a jar and call it grandma's peach tea. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, and you get a whole weird, incoherent speech from Lex Luthor, which yeah, like, culminates in this upside down picture uh actually the demons come from above yeah i didn't bother really researching this do you know what this painting is in particular what significance it bears i'm sure it does something well you see it's it's a painting below there are demons reaching up there are angels reaching down to stop them and he flips it the other way around to say the demons are like superman because he comes from the sky and i'm like an angel stopping him and i'm gonna mention god and the devil like every sentence yeah (laughs) Um, I mean, the painting itself is that. I guess it must be famous or something, though. Is it? It might by? be. It probably is. I'll be honest, but I'm not. Don't know. This is up for a level. I'm. I'm sorry. You know. Okay. Then we cut to Bruce Wayne. He has a dream about visiting his uh, parents' graves, um, and then uh, blood comes out of Martha's. We get a nice, good focus in on Martha Wayne on her. Uh, grave we and we get some uh, blood coming out of it and he's like what the fuck is going on and then he wakes up with some hookers in his bed um and then we get alfred's great line here which is actually taken directly from a comic where he says uh, i hope the next generation of waynes don't inherit an empty wine cellar not that there's likely to be a next generation lovely lovely delivery from uh, from jeremy irons there <laughs> by this point he's just like oh fuck <laughs> Yeah, we get a bit more dialogue between... I, I mean, we're skipping over a lot of things here, but, I mean, the, the yeah, dialogue between Ben Affleck and Jeremy Irons is, 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 to be fair, the highest compliment I can give it is it is Bale Kane-esque, you know? It's like... Yeah, you could, it, it's, like if that, it's like that relationship evolved if yeah. Batman didn't quit being Batman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like that relationship, if, if it actually continued another 10, 15, 20 years, it's like... They're really sick of each other's shit, man, you know. <laughs> but they're still best mates, basically. Yeah, it's like, oh, you know, sometimes it gets a pile of drone, kills some people, you know. It's not bad, you know. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. Uh, actually, the point of this scene is so that uh, Alfred can say, yeah, or, um, you know, you should quit being Batman. Bruce Wayne can take back that kryptonite. Uh, and he goes, well, Bruce Wayne can't break into Lex Luthor's place. He's like, he doesn't have to because he's invited to this party. Uh, so Bruce Wayne, we get really cool little look glimpse back into the Batcave where Batman looks at it, uh, Ben Affleck looks at his suit. Um, you know, I mean, that's obviously like now mean material. But yeah. he looks up at his suit. He looks over at Robin's suit with Joker graffiti on it. You get a great teaser there. We get, as you mentioned, Henry, the bat-ass. 
the badass. No, that's, no, that's what this scene exists for. Yeah, yeah. There's got you get a bit of Ben Affleck's muscular backside there, um, and we get his fucking Aston Martin DB5. How about that? How yeah, when about you said when you said this, this Bruce Wayne's like if James Bond was Batman, and I was like, I didn't expect it to be to this degree. Honestly, I forgot there was an Aston Martin DB5 in this film, and I said that without even remembering this. But yeah, this is Ben Affleck is like James Bond as Batman, isn't he? You yeah, know, it's a bit where he's like putting his spyware gadgets around. Yeah, yeah, he's 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 so like Bond like. This is the closest we get to Batman as Bond, man. Bruce Wayne as Bond, it's so fucking cool. Well, actually, yeah, specifically Bruce Wayne. Um, you really, yeah. You know, come think, come think of it. I feel like. This the scene of him in Lex Luthor's place. You could have put like Pierce Brosnan in there, and you wouldn't have yeah, missed the difference for sure. Um, anyway, so yeah, we get Lex Luthor does a really weird speech. It's like yeah, call it a speech, really. Yeah, it, it's you... it's like so. Uh, there's there's God and there's the devil, and uh, oh yeah, yeah. Let's you remember sure. Superman, and uh, I'm not trying to kill him, um, but he's bad. You should know that. Um, I'm not importing kryptonite because the senator told me. Yeah. Have you ever heard of uh, <laughs> HT, by the way? Books of knowledge and knowledge is power. And you know what the <laughs> oldest line in America is? There's quite a few. And uh, I want to kill everyone in this room. Uh, thanks for coming. I might shave my head by the end of this. Yeah. For me. I don't know. Uh, by the way, Ron, I'm insane if you weren't aware. Just, just make sure that's the takeaway message here. I'm <laughs> fucking a fruitcake. I'm, I'm nuts. Just, just remember that, and uh, be on like, your way. Like a PR manager or something, like who tells him like, yeah, oh, he's, he's got zero this. PR, man. Um, <laughs> he's, like, he's, he's got being autistic, man. Like, yeah, his 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 this Lex Luthor is fucking stupid. Actually, what am I talking about, man? I don't respect this at all. It's fucking batshit, stupid, man. But anyway, uh, we get Wonder Woman in here. In fact, this whole scene is just it's just so Lex Luthor could come later and deliver a few lines for the trailer. Oh, uh, Bruce Wayne meets Clark Kent. Why does Lex Luthor know who Clark Kent is? I don't know. He's yeah, just that's a, a good point, like, actually. Like, he's just a two-bob reporter, right? He's like, why does he... Like, oh, I yeah. Mean, I guess Clark Kent meets Bruce Wayne. Like, that has any significance to someone like Luke, Lex Luthor. Yeah, yeah. I guess, I guess the point is, like, he does... Like, uh, that confused me. And I was like, oh, but he does know Clark Kent is Superman. Yeah. Uh, I can't quite remember, but... Um, but anyway, we, we, get to, we get a little glimpse of Wonder Woman as well. Um... Who looks amazing in her dress? Uh, Superman can hear, or Clark Kent, he can hear uh, Alfred having a chat with Bruce Wayne. So he's like, oh, what the fuck's going on here? You know, uh, Alf, uh, Bruce Wayne's going down to place a tracker on some Lex Luthor computer or whatever, acts drunk. It's cool. He's like, yeah, and I like those shoes, you know? And uh, yeah, and Alfred's like, oh, you know, um, why don't you go upstairs and socialize? You know, you might, you might find a wife i can't remember what the exact line is it's very good though yeah same um, line. yeah you might find a, a wife you might find a life bruce yeah definitely, um definitely that. bruce wayne meets clark kent as we said before uh he has a sigma line oh, here yeah because, yeah uh, i just i just got yeah, that because clark kent's like oh uh, what do you think of batman you know the bat vigilante and he goes uh and bruce wayne's like pissed off he's like oh daily planet don't i own that one or is that the other one um, is that the other guy? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, and then uh, and then he goes, you know, uh, oh, don't you think it's hypocritical for Daily Planet to talk about, you know, fucking, um, you know, superheroes that are out of control every time your guy saves a cat out of a tree, he's on your headlines. Um, and then he's, yeah, well, uh, you know, maybe it's the Gotham in me. 
Uh, we we don't like you know freaks dressed as clowns. You know. You... Oh, and and I know you, I know you don't really remember these films when they came out, but that generated so much hype because this is like like I say, half this film is just done for the trailer. Half the things that happen in this film are just for the trailer. And this was one of the lines that was in the trailer, and it was like, oh fuck, man, we're gonna get a new Joker or whatever. It was like so hyped up, man. I, you know, like I, I do sometimes wonder, like, why was Jared Leto take given such a hard time over his Joker? Then I'm like, yeah, well, the hype for it was like, I don't know. Hmm. Yeah, why did you put Jared? I wonder what would happen if you put Jared Leto in this. You know, what? I mean, extra thing to cram. Put Jared Leto instead of Lex Luthor, I think would have achieved the same thing more or less. Yeah, maybe, but it, the fact that Joker wouldn't really have the resources to do No, it. he wouldn't, but... Yeah, he maybe could have. I don't know, yeah. Uh, but then he couldn't rig the Senate hearing, you know, if, if Joker gave the guy, you know, a wheelchair, be like, uh, I don't know. Yeah, I guess, I don't know. Uh, so anyway, we get, we get all that shit. Uh, yeah, and obviously Lex Luthor goes, oh, uh, you've got a firm handshake, you should not pick a fight with this guy. Like, oh, okay. Uh, Let's get, you can't get more on the nose than the title. <laughs> Yeah, Lex Luthor's just there to just give you on-the-nose deliveries, man. Um, we get some cool imagery once again where Superman saves some girl on Dawn of the Dead, you know. That, I mean, Dawn of the Dead now. Sorry, not Dawn of the Dead. Day of the Dead, yeah. Which is now in every single film since Spectre, I think. Like, just, just so you can get some cool imagery there. Yeah, it's just um, everyone's in skull costumes, you know. It's a very cool shot, but it's just like, again, makes no sense. It's like Superman in the middle of this skull crowd you know like touching him and shit it's like yeah that's that's the most snider thing i've ever seen man <laughs> yeah another, um, another clip for the trailer yeah we get a whole bunch of tv debates are oh, about again superman friend of foe blah 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 just make sure you don't forget that this debate is raging on the entire time i mean to be fair but, i do notice they probably did so many of these because i realize in a lot of films because i've seen like a lot of american like news channels I can tell whether they're actually like yeah the ones they just make up, but some a lot of these are like actual like MSNBC, CNN and shit, and they've got oh, yeah. the actual anchors from there on. Yeah, there. of course. Like, uh, it's very rare that happens at least at least in films I've seen. Mm. Well, maybe that, that narrows to, it down, doesn't it? Maybe they're trying to flex, you know, the fact that oh we've got Anderson Cooper here, he's actually yeah, yeah, yeah. you know from CNN. Well, that's the thing. I mean, that's usually achieved. For example, I was watching uh, World War Z the other day. And um, that opens up with like, you know, and you literally have people like Piers Morgan at the beginning of that. And um, and the point of that is to like kind of ground it. So it's like, oh, for Miniface. But I think that in, in a film like this, which has very, you know, like I said, spectacular things happening in it, it's it doesn't does the reverse it. effect. It, it doesn't ground it. It just, oh, yeah, that's real life. And this isn't. So, yeah, it has the opposite effect, I think. Didn't Doesn't matter. Morgan was um, the next scene is we get um, the wheelchair guy from before. I mean, I, I didn't intend that to sound offensive. Did, guy, I'm sorry, but he's like... the guy in the wheelchair. By the way, this actor, um, he popped up in a couple of other films. He plays quite a similar character as he does in this film in a film called Aftermath, where he stars opposite Arnold Schwarzenegger. Um, so just thought you'd like to know that, Henry. Uh, yeah, um, of course you would know that, you know. <laughs> of course, I'm probably the only person that's watched that film as well, man. <laughs> but anyway, it's, it's kind of funny, he plays, I guess, a similar guy. He's, this actor's not that bad, he's quite a good actor, actually. Um, and I, it was cool to see him in this film, in this particular role. But anyway, he turns up to his uh, apartment, and Lex Luthor's there, flexing on him with his wheelchair and his, you know, working legs. Because he, oh yeah, that's right, he pays his bail, right, to get out of prison. 
and um, and yeah, Lex he turns up and Lex Luthor's you know basically bribing him with a wheelchair like a like a cool one, um, and yeah, and, it, and it's all you know all part of the plan. Um, <laughs> Bruce Wayne like meets. Yeah, uh, Bruce Wayne meets Wonder Woman at this event where it's like some fake hammers on a sword. Uh, we get a little bit of Justice League set up here because she stole his device from earlier, I think. Yeah, where he like downloaded his entire computer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So she stole that and then he gets it back off her or he, she's like, oh, it's in your car or some shit. Yeah, she's like, oh, I need, there's a picture of me or something. That, not a picture yeah. that belongs to me. Yeah. So Again, Gal, Gal, Gal Gadot, she looks stunning, man. She's like, she looks fantastic in these films, man. Um, not not your like traditional Wonder Woman, but you know, all the same, just like pff, amazing. Um, and now we get probably my favorite fucking thing in the whole Snyderverse, man. Nightmare. And, uh, oh yeah, I've got the Lego version of it here, sealed, brand new in box. The fucking. Nightmare, ladies and gentlemen. We get the first installment of that here. Oh, it's so fucking cool, Henry. This is the first time you saw a nightmare scene, right? Yeah, honestly, I, I won't lie. When I saw this, I was like, you know, I wish they just made a film of this. Oh, you know? trust me. I just want a nightmare film. I don't care. Yeah, an an injustice so... version of these, like, heroes, maybe. Because, like, they kind of they kind of half lean into, like, oh, Batman's killing people. Sort oh, yeah. Superman is ki definitely killing people. Yeah, dogs are also yeah. kind of adding their comic book characters in, where they're still good people somehow, despite being murderers. But you know, it's like a bit mixed. Whereas, right. you know, I don't know. Uh, I, 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 I fucking like again. Although you know what, the, I remember at the time that pissed me off about this scene is the fact that they they used half of this five minute scene in the trailers. You know, you think, oh, you know, because the bit where he unmasks Batman and then Batman's in this trench coat and shit and there's like they used half that footage in the trailer so you really yeah, thought that was like an integral it. part of the film whereas it's just like fucking hallucination or some shit man um which is pretty annoying to be honest but it's such yeah, a cool is. fucking scene man because you get Batman in the fucking trench coat man in the desert he's got fucking AKs around him you know uh He's like getting the back. It's like post-apocalyptic shit. I I'm an absolute sucker for this kind of setting, man. Yeah, is it kind of like he's like looking at this huge like sort of area yeah. setting, and it's like got like a bigger mega symbol in the ground or something? Yeah, that's right. That's right. That's right. Well spotted. Um, yeah, he's he's like gets in the back of this truck, you know, looking for the last kryptonite on the planet, presumably. And he looks into this box, and it's like just some green light bulbs there. He's been set up, you know, and you get these. Superman soldiers slash SS Nazi officers, man, yeah. fucking people up like Batman. He's like abandoned all morals and principles, man. He's like shooting people who and shit, man. He's got his guns, man. He's fucking opening fire on people. He's fucking people up. It's such a cool fucking scene. You need then he like takes down like at least a dozen different fucking soldiers and shit, man, until they like fuck. They're battering him, man. Yeah, like there's too many of them on top of him. Like, they're fucking him up, man. Like. But, but like bodies uh, blows to the head to the body eventually they, they there's like fucking literally like at least a dozen of them all like trying to pin him back and then one of them blows to the head you know back of the head he wakes up he's like chained up in this fucking dungeon dark superman turns up and he's like yeah you know uh he fucking lasers the guy either side of him and he's like yeah you, you took my she was my world and you took it from me unmasks batman 
Uh, one thing I will say pissed me off as always the lack of yeah, eye makeup. Um, pulls off the mask, fucking puts his hand on his chest, man. Fucking kill. Well, doesn't kill him because Batman wakes up from his um, from his nightmare. Does he wake up like immediately to the Flash as well? Yes. Yeah, we have an Inception esque <laughs> sequence. He's, like, here, tripping man. out, like, dream within really a dream. Like, yeah, yeah, man. He wakes up now to the Flash coming back in time. To t- this is obviously uh, something added into the extended cut Ezra Miller escaping prison or something yeah um he, he yeah he takes a break from sex trafficking whatever he's doing to uh, <laughs> yeah, for like to deliver like a message to Bruce Wayne, um which is pretty cool uh you know you got papers flying everywhere and shit <laughs> about him or am I too early I don't know this is ambiguous so I might destroy the world by accident by saying yeah this. um anyway and then he, also, you know, like Batman, like I, I feel like you know he's meant to be world's greatest, greatest detective and shit. But in this, for trying to kill basically God in this film, he doesn't really do a lot of detective work around him. Like he could have followed him back to his house or something and been like, or or just anything, done any more investigative work on Superman to figure out, oh maybe this guy's not that terrible, you know, like what. I, I I don't know. I mean, it's fucking stupid. We, we come back to it later at the end of the film, but um, just the fact that no one can tell Clark Kent is is Superman. It's fucking stupid. It's just it's literally like reminiscent of nineteen sixties Batman. You know, it's so obvious, but no one puts I mean, two and two together. Least of all, actually, I, I am going to skip forward to it because at the end of the film, you get Perry looking at you know um, what's the, what's the actor's name. The guy who plays Morpheus in the Matrix, uh, Lawrence Fishburne, fucking amazing guy, man. I love that he's in this film, and um, he's looking at a newspaper at the end of the film, which has Superman and Clark Kent in it, and he literally directly goes from one page to the other. Every time Superman is disappeared, Clark Kent also isn't at work, and then when they when they both die, it's like, oh, he doesn't put two to the like. How thick do you have to be, Perry, mate? Let alone the rest of the fucking, you know, people that have seen Clark Kent and Superman. It's like, oh, you know, Clark Kent, you look a bit like that Superman. Shit, you take the same days off as Superman is when he's active. Hmm. You know, yeah, it's, true. Like, it's like, ugh. no disguise, just glasses, just glasses. That's literally it. It's fucking I mean, stupid. yeah, I mean, like, it may be, maybe in the 80s and shit before, like, all, like, you know, phones and yeah, shit. So especially with social media, yeah, not even to mention that. Yeah, sort of, like, use this face app on him, like, oh, these two look exactly the yeah. same. <laughs> um, yeah, so, yeah, I mean, that is, a, yeah, a bit of a... Uh, we do get a glimpse... Uh, so, okay, so Batman wakes up from his nightmare and also his hallucinations. Yeah, his, his, like, med... Because, like, I mean, he's having loads of meds and, like, you know, alcohol. Yeah, he was taking mushrooms or some shit, man. <laughs> no, but, like, you see it as well. He's, like, he's like his, 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 like, lifestyle is shit, man. He's, like, like 50% drugs, 50% booze, 0% sleep. Like, yeah, man. No wonder he's having nightmares like this. Yeah. <laughs> uh, anyway, he wakes up twice... And um, he has this fucking epic conversation with Alfred Mann where he's like, you know, if there's a... Yeah, Alfred's like, you fucking lie, you know, there's no dirty bomb, this is about Superman. He's like, yeah, well, if this guy... What is it he says? Uh, if there's even a 1% chance that this guy could be our enemy, then we need to take it with a certainty. Oh, I fucked up that line there, but it's fucking awesome when Ben Affleck yeah, says like, oh, uh, Yeah, it's like, it sounds cool, but I don't know if that makes a lot of sense, you know, he's like... No, it's, it, it's totally cool, man. It's, it's totally, like, it's so, oh, this co- Every conversation he has with Alfred is fucking awesome, man. 
this is why like I, i'm not a huge like um i don't really care if there is a solo ben affleck batman film or not i think it's pretty conclusive that there won't be but obviously there are a lot of people lobbying there have been a lot of people lobbying for that and I don't really care either way. It would be cool if there was one. I'm not going to lose any sleep if there isn't. But if there was, I think it, just the conversation with Alfred would be enough to like really make yeah, that. And, and, yeah, an entire film is just a conversation with this Alfred. Yeah, let's just, just 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 get a fly on the wall in the Batcave and just just watch them having back and forth, man, all day. It'd be brilliant. We get a little glimpse of the Batmobile as well here, but uh, we get to see that in a bit more detail later on. But I think it's cool. They just tease it a little bit. They just tease it, and then you come back to it later. <laughs> Um, before we get there, though, we get a little bit of uh, actual plot as well, where Wait, there's plot in this film. Yeah, <laughs> the criminal that was branded by the bat earlier, he's killed in prison. He's stabbed, obviously, by and he's told to do so by Lex Luthor's Russian henchman. Um, and then the widow of this criminal has a chat with Clark Kent. So it's like, oh, you know, they're trying to give us a little bit of motivation why Clark Kent is tracking down Batman, which doesn't really make sense. You'd have thought in the space of 20 years, someone would have done that already, but whatever. Um, I mean, turns out yeah, I mean, there's, there's another thing with the branding as well. Like, Lex Luthor's basically paying to get, like, yeah. these guys who are branded killed, so Superman, or, or basically everyone's like, oh, is, is Batman doing this knowingly to get these people killed? And it's like, yeah, okay, yeah, maybe he's not paying them to kill them, but he knows that they're being killed when they get branded, and he's still branding them, so actually yeah. he is doing it knowingly anyway, so... <laughs> it, it, yeah, it doesn't really make much sense, does it? I, I want to just, sorry, because I skipped uh, the nightmare scene. Do you have any, like, because I, I really went quick over that when I really... I, lo I love the nightmare shit. Obviously, we'll we'll get to talk about it again in Justice League, but um, well, I mean, uh, did 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 you have as much of a fucking orgasm over that as yeah, I did? I, I, to be fair, I did. Especially as like, I mean, Ben Affleck's Batman is definitely like obviously when he's older, he's like, oh yeah, he's he's a little less, you know, he's less apprehensive about shooting people, blowing shit up. I mean, he definitely kills a lot of people in this, but the good thing is previous Batman's definitely killed people in this. It doesn't matter. It doesn't jar so much because you know he just doesn't give a shit by this point. But yeah, yeah. There's a line earlier where Alfred goes, you know, um, uh, you know, bad times turn good men cruel, you know, or some shit like that. He says it's so fucking good, man. Yeah, it's just just like Harvey Dent's line, you know, you are the dire hero. Yeah, pretty much. From the villain. Good point. They're trying to like paraphrase something. I don't know, but still, he um. The problem is with the nightmare scene, it's like it's so good that it just makes it makes me think, you know, I don't want to watch Batman with Superman. I want to watch this as a film. Yeah, and why is that just limited to a dream, man? Let's just get a fucking post credit scene where we get fucking ten minutes of that shit. I don't know. Like, oh, it's so fucking good. It's so fucking good, man. Uh, 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 and it's like, although I don't know, for the whole thing to revolve around those Lane's death, and he's like. But I think the imagery is just so... It's all about the imagery, right? That is Zack Snyder's real strength as a director. Just just pure imagery, right? And just, you know, Superman fucking marching up. A lot, lot, lot of fucking Nazi Hitler imagery, if I'm honest, man. You know when he, like, descends into that cave, right? <laughs> and you get this fucking SS man bowing to him and shit, man. He's walking through and stuff, man. He's, like, fucking lazy. Yeah, it's like you're surprised he hasn't given them a little moustache. Yeah. <laughs> I was just going to say, just missing the toothbrush moustache, man. It's like, fuck. You know, we're trying to like, we're trying to be reassured at some point during these Man of Steel and this film that Superman is a good guy. 
and they're doing nothing to encourage yeah, him. I mean, so, I mean, yeah, this guy's fair, basically like, super Hitler. Like, yeah, <laughs> to be fair, though, the whole film is like, you know, Superman actually is misunderstood. He's not the bad guy. Yeah. It's like, let's give him some moments with his mum and his fiance and shit, you know? But it's like, oh no, actually, he's Hitler <laughs> in the future. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, it, by this point, I can definitely see why Batman doesn't like him. I mean, he, I mean, he obviously witnessed that shit in Metropolis. He didn't bother to look, you know, for anything good that happens that he does. And he's also, like, on his, like, Adderall fucking Benadryl, like, uh, like Jack Daniels, like, meth trips, like, thinking of the shit. <laughs> yeah, it's like Hitler Superman. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's some crazy shit, man. Um... I mean, it's cool as fuck, but it just it just doesn't really make much sense, man. But there you go. That's that's yeah, maybe, that's maybe you need to like live like Ben Affleck's Batman in order to understand it fully. I don't know, man. Um, so I I mean I don't know. I feel like we we there's something I I forgot to say about the nightmare scenes a lot. It's just it's so fucking good. I love the theories about well. it for the rest of the film instead. Like, yeah, <laughs> I <laughs> wish that was man. Let's, talk about, let's just have an episode on the nightmare scenes. I mean, I don't know. I've read so many theories about. I mean, the problem with this film is, and and Snyderverse in general, just it it it, it leaves so many unanswered questions that it's just spawned off so many theories and shit. And it's just way Zack Snyder likes to be in general. I think there's just so many so much fan theories around this film um i love reading the ones about the nightmare in particular well both, yeah, both wonder, yeah i can never have guessed that you kind of like the nightmare scene oh so good i think Maybe. everyone does and i don't know it's just it's it's uh, i don't know i mean the, there's there's probably some haters of it as well you know like the adam west diehards like batman would never do that yeah um I, but i do like the fact that they just like yeah fuck it batman kills and, sh- and uses and kills with guns as well like i mean he's yeah he's, he's done for that yeah man um okay well if we're done with the nightmare scene we'll get on to the next fucking maybe the second coolest bit in this film which is uh basically in the docks we've got the white portuguese this half the, the, up until this point they're trying to track down the white portuguese it turns out to be a ship uh, which is carrying the kryptonite, right? Um, we get, uh, and from this point on, the, the Batman, this is where we get the first bit of real, like, Batman action as well, because, you know, there's actually so many direct uh, parallels with, with the Arkham games. I think Snyder must be a fan of the, that game series, because there's, like, so much. Like, later on in the warehouse scene, it's like... Some of the takedowns are like literally directly Batman, uh, Arkham City shit, you know. And this scene as well, where he's like on top of the the crane on the docks and stuff, man. It's like just literally like a, could literally be a frame out of that game, oh, out of one of those games. Sorry. Um, anyway, this, this he shoots a tracker onto the back of this truck, and then he pursues it in the Batmobile, the new Batmobile. Hmm. Now, before we get onto what the Batmobile actually does. Um, in the climax of this scene, it's fucking indestructible, man. It's like driving through buildings and yeah, shit. No it's got fucking Gatling guns on the front, man. It's <laughs> Batman doesn't give a fuck, man. He's killing people left, right, and center. You know, he's like chasing after this this fucking truck. What do you think of this Batmobile? I mean, the design of it is like it's like halfway between the classic Batmobile and the Tumbler. I feel that's like that's that's immediately what struck me. So it's like yeah, but. At the same time, it's like there's nothing super special about it, but the scene it's in, I quite like as well. Um, I mean, at least when it goes into weapons mode, which it's always in weapons mode, basically. Yeah. 
he's not like dragged into the floor or whatever. Like, yeah, actually, that that reminds me as well. In the Dark Knight Rises, you know, all of those like uh, tumblers going around. Do you reckon like all of Bane's men were also like permanently like got like back damage from being like that? Probably, yeah. Probably there were a lot of chiro cry practitioners like. <laughs> oh, well, you know they got Bane to do it for him, obviously. You know. Oh, all that, yeah, exactly. Bane, or the guy in that prison, you know. <laughs> yeah, <they laughs> he got released. He got when out. he escaped from that prison. He got to like get back into his chiro practitioner business and like reset people's backs, man. Yeah. That used yeah, yeah, I, this Batmobile really... for me. Oh, you know, I'm a bit of a Tumblr hater to be honest. And when we come to yeah, ranking Batmobile, I'm definitely putting this one above it. I this isn't a traditional Batmobile, but I think it's far, like you say, it's like a, a hybrid. It's like a Tumblr light. You know, it's like this is like a, a pretty much just like a a quick tank in a way, right? It's like it's armored, it's ugly. It's got guns on it. It's fucking cool. It's like I, I don't know. I, I actually quite like this this Batmobile. I wish there was a bit. I, I wish this was the Batmobile they used instead of the Tumbler actually in the because this this feels like it could have been. It know? could have been maybe, but could have been. Yeah, but then they they couldn't have been like oh well you know this was something that the U.S. Army used totally. Could have been. I mean, if the Tumbler was, then why wouldn't this? You know. Yeah, I don't know because the Tumbler looks looks more like a tank than that does. Yeah, true, but I think so this is... You couldn't imagine like this thing more... in camo, could you? Yeah, true, true. I, I don't know. I, I think this Batmobile's... I mean, it's great. Cool, man. And, it, and it has a lot to do. Yeah, I mean... Scene, well, we get to see out. all the bells and whistles, basically. It's like, yeah. you know, fucking shit up. I will point out one thing in this scene. I love this scene, but there is a Wilhelm scream in it. I don't know if you noticed. Was there? No, I didn't. <laughs> it was... I noticed it for a split second. I was like, okay, oh. let's get on with it. <laughs> to be fair, I think this time I was, I was like... I was like seventy five percent concentrate, so that might. Have, I, 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 now you've said that, it does ring a bell. Um, <laughs> you can hear it in the back of your head. Yeah, I trust you. If you heard it, then it happened. <laughs> That's for sure. Um, anyway, the climax of this scene is fucking awesome. Oh because, yeah. Oh, it's so unexpected. It's yeah, so. I didn't good, see that man. coming. I was like, oh, you're just, oh. you're just driving around the corner. Oh, here's Superman. Yeah, this Batmobile's fucking indestructible, right? Until Nothing stopping. And then it like. It just you, you get Superman. He's just stood there, and the light, the headlight goes onto him. You just see him looking into the back, into the Batmobile, and it just like clips him, just clips him, and it goes fucking flying, man. It goes spinning, explodes, man. Batman's like, oh shit, he's like in there. All the fucking sounds and alarms are going off, and then like Superman just gets a rips off the fucking the front of it, man, and, like, Batman stands up to him, man. Oh, it's so fucking good. Oh, no, but it's like, by this point, like, you just see Batman's, like, invincible, his car's invincible, but then, like, as soon as Batman, uh, Superman turns up, it's like, oh, man, he could, like, just fold this guy like a pencil, and it's like, yeah, oh. literally, and and Superman pretty much says that as well, it's like, yeah, consider this mercy, you know, don't, next time the bat signal goes on, don't come to it, or some shit like that. Um, yeah, you know, they could have just had a chat during this and been like, oh, yeah, you, you kill a lot of people, don't you, but... And then a bit, yeah, no, that's your body cool. count so far. Mine's uh, 39. Oh, that's yeah, yeah, and then you could have been like 72, yeah. <laughs> yeah, they could have just been like, they could have maybe had like a quick chat perhaps instead of just, oh, yeah, I'm here to destroy your car. Uh, I might kill you next time, perhaps. I'm, I'm leaving, by the way. Uh, bye. You also think I'm a cunt, but I'm not going to straight yeah. out until later on because we've got an hour left in this film. Two hours maybe, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, and we get like one of the most hype lines in this fucking film, man, where, where Batman goes, you know, he, the only thing he says to Superman, he says, tell me, 
with with his voice distortion, by the way, which is fucking awesome as well. Yeah. Um, before I get onto the line itself, I, I think, what do you think of that the voice distortion thing built in? I think that's pretty cool because when Ben Affleck accepted the role of um, Batman, someone told him like, oh, you know, you should do uh, voice distortion so you don't sound stupid like Christian Bell, basically. <laughs> And uh, I don't know. Do you, do you think that works? Do you think do you, do you prefer this or like? I don't know. Do to be fair, it didn't. Uh, it wasn't so. Uh, I wouldn't say Christian Bell's was jarring, but it didn't get me so much in this that I was like, "There's there's not many lines where you can just like say them like Christian Bell didn't like and just make fun of them like where is she?" Um, That's the thing, yeah, because Christian Bell's Batman voice is like parody worthy, right? This is like, yeah, this is cool. It no, is, it, I mean, and it's not like it's not so I don't want to say outlandish like embellished maybe that it's like people are going to make fun of it mm. but it's, it's just it's just right I think this is like just hit the Goldilocks zone of or <laughs> not doing a Batman voice all or actually doing it with your voice like Christian Bale versus just do it with a piece of tech like Bruce Wayne would and I like that you have Jeremy Irons Alfred testing it as well earlier isn't it I think that's pretty cool um, but anyway, he uses this voice to say, uh, tell me, do you bleed? And then Superman flies off and he goes, you will. It's so fucking good, man. You see his eyes and everything, man. Oh, Ben Affleck, fucking. Oh, and then you're like, oh, this is so good, man. You're so ready for them to fuck each other up later. Um, we get a little bit. The only one doing detective work in this film really is Lois Lane, as she discovers that uh, Lex Luthor set up that whole desert thing. Uh, but she yeah, can't warn Superman. To everyone on Earth, you know. Yeah, she's trying to warn Superman because you know later on in the film, obviously she th- jumps off. Of, no, for earlier in the film, she's in the desert in the middle of nowhere. Superman saves her. She is thrown off a building later on. Superman saves her straight away. She's drowning, she's drowning later. Yep, Superman hears her and saves her straight away. But there's no way on Earth that she can warn Superman about this fucking setup that's coming. But you know. He has to fuck. She has, her only idea is to print a newspaper to warn him about it. Um, fucking stupid, if you ask me. But whatever. Yeah. Um, basically, this whole setup now is uh, Superman is um, being baited into. Sorry, he's going to the Senate. Or that's right. He's been baited into going to court. Um, the court. My my say. This is a. Uh, I mean, they do Senate hearings for all sorts of people. Like basically like, the worst people ever. Such as Mark Zuckerberg, who uh, is definitely not some of the basis for Lex Luthor here, but um, he, uh, yeah, you've got all sorts of people. Fucking, they, uh, they got the guy for like fucking. Uh, they just call the the uh, tech experts, tech tech company owners and shit on this. Um, and I think no, this isn't like whether they do war crimes tribunals, but um, the fact that Superman's here in Congress, like it's not just in court. He's in like, I don't know the US government capital building and it's like mm. oh shit like, yes. the fact that it blows up is the thing that you know makes people go nuts because this is like other than the White House it's probably the most important building in the country yes yeah, so like you say he he rocks up there and I mean there's a lot of setup going on here there's a lot of shit that we skipped over but bottom line is Superman turns up to court and um, you know there's this whole setup and yeah now he does some good in this I will say like the scene like the camera pan well, not the pan, doesn't pan over the thing, but just him in the centre, everyone's on the side sitting, waiting for him. Yeah. He walks in, his cape's going along. You know, I like I, it. 
I'm sure they ignored a lot of protocol, like a lot of like <laughs> a lot of shit that was like that would usually happen before someone gets to step into, you know, into this building. But uh, anyway, you so, like ah, uh, I wish you. Yeah, Although well, to be fair, this isn't a Joel Schumacher film, so you don't get to see him go through like a uh, metal detector or some shit. But, yeah, yeah, would have been cool. But uh, anyway, he he just walks in there, um, and you know, it, it's it's it it was just kind of very similar imagery to what happens in Man of Steel when he lets himself get arrested, right? Um. You know, it's just like Superman, okay, like bending his knee to human will, basically, right? Um, so anyway, so he he basically shows up at court. You get that Kentucky uh, senator now, and she does. Like she's uh, the one, especially like them. Yeah, because it, it makes it, it's very questionable why she's the one questioning him, other than yeah, she's the one who's been shown throughout this whole film. Because in America, I'm pretty sure it works that the dominant party chooses someone. I very highly doubt it. Oh, it's either the, her or the vice president. I don't know. I don't know if it'd be the random person from Kentucky where no one lives or Kansas yeah. even. I don't know if she'd be the one grilling him, but yeah, because uh, she's like, yeah, I was wrestling pigs. This will be a walk. Poor. Yeah, she would definitely not be the one in charge of this. I'm gonna be, <laughs> be like some um, cunt from LA or some shit. Yeah, exactly. Um, or New York, who knows? And then she she delivers, uh, you know. Oh god, the most drawn out fucking thing. Yeah, ever. she's like doing a Lex Luthor's like sort of like composed speech. It's like, uh, and um, yeah, uh, it's like this is like long. She's like, she notices this jar on her desk, and then she notices it again, and then she turns it a bit, and she keeps like stuttering, and, and keeps like, turning it a bit more. Yeah, you know, oh, like, and then you really, it's, it's like Granny's peach tea, and it's. Presumably, Lex Luthor's piss in there. Oh no, you never know. Like, is it his or the you know, did get it from somewhere else? Does he like get go like collecting around homeless people or something? I don't know. No, I reckon Lex Luthor's insane enough to have bottled his own piss there. But, you know, I mean, to be fair, like the the color on that man, he hasn't like he needs to stay hydrated. <laughs> also, like, there's like a whole thing of like, oh yeah, Superman can detect the bomb that's there, but also. Surely he could smell that from there, right? Does he have heightened sense of smell? <laughs> yeah, no, maybe he did. He just like she's like, got some jar of piss from there. Maybe it's normal. I don't know. She's from Kentucky. Maybe his effect on people, you know, they piss yeah. themselves. Well, he can't see that. Well, they explain it later. He can't see the bomb because yeah, we, we know that. But there's a reason for wheelchair. it. Wheelchair. But really, it's like Superman can't see through lead. Is is the X-ray vision taken that literally? I don't know. I think that's a bit fucking stupid. Yeah, I thought like lead lines. Uh, oh yeah, actually no. Of course, lead line would stop X-rays. Well. I thought it was just would stop radiation leaks. But yeah, but but I think fucking Superman's not bound by that kind of level of physics, is it? It's like not that precise. But I'm sure he can. Yeah, but so, with Superman, it's just like yeah, he can do anything. We're gonna leave that very vague, and he can be killed by kryptonite. Yeah, and maybe snapping someone's neck like Zod, but who knows. Yeah, I, 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 man, this this is so fucking bad, man. Because he's like, she's she's turning this fucking jar of dehydrated piss, man. That that was that was his first piss in the morning after a night out. That's like just pure fucking alcohol. That probably stang as he pissed it out, man. Do you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah, like you know, they should have in, in like this in this edit uh, in the Zack Snyder cut. They should have like you know CGI'd a lid on it so you explained why my Superman couldn't smell it. It's so yellow, it's nearly orange, man. You know, it's like that definitely it's stung, cool that stung his cock, man, as it was coming out. That was like fucking hungover piss, man, like I've never seen. <laughs> anyway, yeah. Um, I it did more time it, to it than I did in the film, but. 
Did it not have a lid on it? I don't, I don't know. Are we, are we going to go back and check, you know? Uh, certainly not. I, 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 to be fair, I'd have thought, like, the amount of time it is on screen, you, we, I think it did have a lid on it. I'm sure of it. You wouldn't I'm, just have a jar of open piss on your desk, would you? I mean, all the closed piss as well. I, I, I don't know. It's fucking stupid. Anyway. Mm. Bottom line is, uh, yeah, she's looking over. She looks at Superman's suit, and then they both look at the fucking uh, Lex Luthor's empty seat. Then look at the wheelchair guy. Then they look at a picture of their loved ones, and then they, you know, yeah, they they look, look at, at each other again, you know. Yeah, and then they look at the jar again, and they turn the jar a little bit more, and she continues to the lowest lane through the wall. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, we get we get all that. We cut back to Bruce. Oh yeah, we cut back to Bruce Wayne looking at hate mail as well. Um, <laughs> like I don't really. I didn't, you know, actually, I just want to touch on that. Why, why, that hate mail, right? Obviously, it was, like, planted by Lex Luthor, but was that supposed to be from Superman? It's Superman's distinct handwriting, he knows. Clark Kent, or, or the wheelchair guy? I what don't was? know. Like, when I saw that as well, I was like, that was, I know. Did that confuse you as well? I, th- I thought maybe I missed something there, because it's in the same style as the, the as Wallace, who graffitied on, on the statue, right? But he works for Bruce Wayne, so... So in the same font as color, but yeah, he he's like cool with Bruce Wayne, I guess. So is that meant to be Superman, or is it meant know, to be man. Clark Kent? I don't really. Well, I guess it's not Clark Kent, but it is. Super- or is it? I don't really fucking know. To be yeah, honest. maybe Lex Luthor just like. I don't know how Lex Luthor knows that Clark Kent is Superman. I don't think that's really clearly done. And there's well, someone else know. who knows that Batman is Bruce Wayne that didn't really ex- wasn't explained well. I don't know. Maybe by this point, like. <laughs> Lex Luthor just assumes that you know maybe he's found out like about like Batman's drug habit and he's just decided you know what he's probably yeah. so fucking high half the time he's gonna blame everything on Superman so we'll just set yeah, it for real man just tapping into his paranoid schizophrenia you know <laughs> yeah exactly he's like replaced his meds with like fucking opioids or something <laughs> like, you know, sure. well you know like actual American doctors but you know won't go there anyway. Bottom line is, uh, fucking the the building blows up. The Senate building fucking Probably explodes from the wheelchair. Explosives in a wheelchair ever. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly, <laughs> man. That's like that was like fucking Heath Ledger's hospital all over again. Yeah, yeah exactly. It's like yeah, everything is explosive. Apparently, there's like also the uh, U.S. bomb storage base as well, man. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yes, actually underneath Wayne Tower as well. Yeah, and there's also oil refinery underneath, man. Like the, the whole thing. Oh, we didn't have to invade Iraq. It was under here the whole time. So. Yeah. Um. But anyway, the the far the whole fucking building blows up, and then. Superman saving people and then he sees Lois Lane and decides not to so he fucking flies off which is really weird because he's like trying to give this image of being a good guy and then says fuck it they will hate me anyway I'm gonna fucking this looks bad enough as it is kind of like bit of a conflicting moment there but whatever yeah um, I, mean, I mean surely they would have documented like sort of the stuff that he does like his powers I mean he's got laser vision and he can <laughs> crash stuff through walls I don't think he like people know that he could like explode randomly like unless there's like several. Uh, I, I think Pete. No, I think that I think if we're in that world, I think that wouldn't surprise us, man. Oh, that 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 building with Superman just blew up. Yeah, that makes sense. Oh yeah, to be fair, like I, of all the things you're questioning this film, I don't think that's one. Of them. They already. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they already hate him enough. They'll probably assume he'd do that. Yeah, for sure. Uh... Me question: Why they have a statue to him as well? Like. Yeah, have... yeah, that's just there out of nowhere as well. That's right. As if uh, that's the first person to do the graffiti as well. 
by the way, they rebuilt Metropolis in the space of 18 months. That's quite impressive. Like, everything span 18 months later, you know? They fucking decimated that sissy. Maybe Bruce Wayne's rich enough to give a generous donation. Nah, Bruce Wayne doesn't give a fuck about Metropolis, man. He's he's a Gothamite. That must have been excellent for money. I don't know. Anyway, we get a little cutaway scene. I think it was worth it, even though it doesn't really amount to anything. You get Alfred with the axe, you know, like chopping up some firewood and then watching the news. I guess he's like realizing that Batman was right because he, well, he sees what he thinks is Superman destroying this building. So he's like the, the center of democracy. Oh, yeah, we get a whole democratic speech as well. Like, yeah, democracy is about having conversations and uh, good. Yeah, and giving money to Israel. Yeah. And uh, I wrestle pigs in the Grandma's Peach Tea. Yeah, and I, and I blow up countries that I can't put on the map. <laughs> um, anyway, Lex Luthor shows up to his uh, R&D place where uh, Batman has very openly stolen his kryptonite. Um, he's like on all the CCTV and he leaves a batarang there. Like Batman doesn't give a fuck, man. He's like, yeah, I'm stealing from you. What are you going to do about it? Um, to arrest me, they can't get me for murder, you know. <laughs> um, I don't know why Batman so obviously robbed the place. I mean, there was no need to like leave a battering there. And by the way, how does he embed it so far into the into the they base? Embed it in people's skulls. He could probably embed it into you know. The... No, but Batman didn't throw it. There's, there was no need to throw it, right? So like he must have like stabbed it in really hard. But that would take a lot of strength to do so. Yeah, I'm really have you seen have you seen Ben Affleck in this man? True. True. Oh, we'll get to that soon. Um, Superman has a little chat with Lois Lane where he's like, yeah, I'm quitting. I'm fucking off out of here. Um, Lex Luthor, he, um, he, he, he's fucking with uh, General Zod's body. A very strange man. Bit of necrophilia going on here, I think. Um, but he, basically he takes, uh, he peels off some, his fingernails and, um, and then fucking activates the tricks. Sword tricks a sci-fi fucking new age spaceship like probably the biggest tech in, in in the fucking galaxy man he tricks that fucking ship into accepting his uh yeah it's like on. surely i mean it could do all this dna sampling and like figure out who's who it's foreign samples but it can't figure out oh yeah these cells have been dead for like two years now yeah this guy's just shaved off general zod's fingerprints you know um yeah, and also like i know kryptonians are meant to be like invincible and shit but there's talks about oh yeah their cells are like damaged by krypton shit kryptonite but after they're dead right surely they would also decompose because you know whatever superpowers and shit they have aren't working anymore clearly so he'd be like a skeleton by now to be fair i'm sure they were like you know i mean they were preserving zod's body they're probably doing experiments on it and shit yeah maybe yeah maybe they did that to be honest i don't know i don't know if this is worthwhile trivia but i I do want to just mention mention michael shannon who's he's a great actor and he's fantastic as general zod he's like oh fucking great you know like at the beginning of man of steel where he's like i will find him he's like fucking like oh he's like oh so hyped up man quite quite a good villain i think and like you know quite tragic one as well in the sense that he's like designed to save his planet and his people and then obviously isn't allowed to yeah no and also to be fair i don't think i don't think his performance you know uh in man of steel can quite top his you know very good lying still in this one you know very convincing dead body right there as he slips in i have some news for you henry because he wasn't in this film at all that was a rubber dummy yes that was a rubber dummy because i thought to myself like 
you know, would, yeah, well, I thought to myself while watching this, I was like, would they pay him to come back just to be a corpse, or would they do CGI or like, you know, practical effect? Yeah. You know? Well, those questions have been answered now. Um, telling me that trivia. You're welcome. Uh, anyway, now we get to it. Bruce Wayne, Ben Affleck's training montage, man. Fucking awesome, man. This is like what every guy imagines himself doing in the gym, man. He's like fucking hammering tires. He's like doing like pull-ups, but with like a chain wrapped around his ankles and, and another tire and shit, man. He's, he's fucking ripped, man. Like, you know, obviously Henry Cavill's like fucking buff as well, man. He's, he's like insane. But Ben Affleck really like, he, he did well, man. And uh, I saw, I read some trivia. He was like training for like two hours a day and he hated every minute of it. So fucking relatable, man. Um, he, he's anyway. He was fucking jacked as shit, man. He's also forging a fucking kryptonite weapon, man. He's like making spears and fucking grenades and shit, man. Yeah, he's like getting ready for his ultimate nerf game, you know. Yeah. He's also looking at Justice League files. He's like, you know, fucking um, well, from from Lex Luthor's thing under the fold of metahumans, and you get little. Yeah, he's like emailing everyone, you know, send. Sends to Wonder Woman. Oh, by the way, uh, yeah. this isn't this isn't a, this isn't your picture. This is you or something. Oh, I don't know if it's by this point that he does that, but he's no, that's a little bit that's a little bit later. Just give me one moment here. That's a little bit later, but um, he basically fucking he's like yeah, he's emailing them. Um, but we don't get to that moment just yet. Uh, because oh, but man, what we do get email montage. <laughs> yeah, what we do get is uh. The Wonder Woman music, man. The Wonder Woman theme song, which is fucking awesome as well, man. In my opinion. You remember it? It's like that, like, electric guitar. Yes, yeah, it's, like, yeah, it's that riff, man. I was going to say that, but I was afraid that I'd get it wrong. But I very much like that. They play oh, it quite sick. The Wonder Woman theme is so good, man. Uh, not as good as the Batman theme. But, uh, I mean, you know, this film is, like, very conflicting <laughs> music. Some of it is, like, amazing. Some of it is shit. Like Hans um, Zimmer and the other guy. I don't even know what his name was again. Junkie XL. Yeah, maybe he's doing some of it and then, yeah. It's, uh, you know, I'm sure, yeah, they're both going, yeah, I did the good bits, he did the bad bits. Like, what about what about uh, Lex Luthor's theme, man? How Does bad is that? Theme? I don't know. Yeah, that was like Batman and Robin-esque, man. It was like, duh, 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 You know, you hear it like 10 times. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, the thing <laughs> is, sometimes when, it's, when something's that bad, like, it took me two films to realize what the Batman and Robin theme was, man. I was like, oh, it's 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 fucking. Uh, I mean, it's yeah, and it, it's just you know that theme would be really good if the character was like a bit more serious and dark, but it's fucking Jesse Eisenberg's ex It's like fucking. Yeah, really it's like it's like Jim Carrey's Riddler sort of level. Li- yeah, you know what? That's a very good comparison. It is basically Jim Carrey Riddler, you know. But not even aesthetically cool. It's just like this hipster, like long yeah, hair. Yeah, he's got he's got like the serious aesthetic, but you know the unserious, well character. Everything was the worst yeah. of both worlds. It, the music, yeah, and the music is like would totally work for any other character in this film, but for this, yeah, like, especially Batman, you know. Yeah. Uh, oh, Batman's theme song is amazing. There's a bit at the end of this film as well. You've just. When they actually, uh, when they defeat Doomsday, actually, and um, and the music for there is just like so, like not bad, but not good either. It's just like oh, generic, okay. yeah, generic epic superhero music. Um, I don't know. The music was like very hit and miss in this film. Uh, you know, 
the Batman theme is fucking amazing, man. And we will rank it um, at the end of this episode, but uh, yeah, but the Wonder uh, Woman theme as well. I think the Man of Steel theme is good, but it doesn't fit in this film either. Like, because it's not as dramatic. It's more of like a slow. It fits the Man of Steel film very well, and it's very good. But then in this film, it's like just a bit out of place. I thought. Anyway, uh, Superman climbs up a mountain to go and meet his dad for like how that works i don't know yeah Superman he's like out. tripping out there's like, there's like <laughs> yeah he's like he's like high on no oxygen up there man <laughs> yeah he's like having the same experience like the, the the budget version of you know batman begins he's like goes up a mountain to find himself yeah 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 he's, yeah, he's just getting high on lack of oxygen man just getting like having fucking hallucinations of his dead dad man yeah, maybe you found like a mushroom up there that only grows. Might have been that blue is, flower. This scene is fucking stupid as well, man, because it's like, you know, Kevin Costner just randomly there and he's like telling this inaudible, irrelevant story in his bad fucking like Texas accent, man. Like, yeah, yeah he's like, <laughs> he flooded the farm, but then we didn't flood the farm, we flooded another farm. And oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. Uh, you can be a villain if you want to, but uh, you know, be a, you know, if you want to be a hero, you can, but do, you know, don't rule out being a, a villain, <laughs> you know, <laughs> yeah, like, like you want, oh, yeah, you know, well. I mean, I'm not saying you should do either, you, you could be good, but you could also be really, really bad if you want, you can kill whoever you want, you know, like it's like, really oh. up to you, man. But if you want to be a villain, I'll support you either way, especially if you're a villain. Like, oh, Jonathan um, Kent's fucking message in Man of Steel and in this film is like yeah you should have let those kids die man <laughs> it's like yeah, yeah you should totally fucking be you, like, you, you think I want to slave on this fucking farm my whole life man just rob some banks and let some retire richer man like use your powers for evil man fuck it <laughs> yeah, yeah literally it's like his speech is just like yeah, yeah. No, you're in a very you're very in a hard time place you're, you're in a very hard place in your life and and you know a difficult time you remember once, uh, well, you weren't alive at the point, but, you know, my uh, my dad, you know, and I, we dug a trench, uh, I fainted, nearly died, got a cake, uh, we killed some horses by accident, there was a flood, and, uh, yeah, what was I saying again? Oh, bye, son. That's basically it. Yeah, yeah, that's literally it, and he's like, yeah, yeah, I can't even remember what fucking soup, you know, um... Just, Liam, just put Liam Nielsen there instead for no reason. Yeah, yeah, this is like that bad version of Liam Neeson, man. L that's literally what this is, good point, man. You know, Henry Cavill only had 41 or 42 lines of dialogue in this entire fucking film. How bad is that? Is it just that... Is it just so he can be like, you see him more than you actually hear him? Half the film is him just showing us his jawline, man, and shit, man. It's like, I feel sorry for him, because he, he obviously put a lot into this before, into this character and this performance, and it's just like, they, the script fun. writers really failed him a lot, man, I think. Um, and this scene is like, really the epitome of all that shit, man. It's just like... Kevin Costner doing some fucking... Yeah, I appreciate... I, I mean, Kevin Costner, again, he's like one of those actors I really struggle to take seriously, man. Uh, I know you, um, there's a film he's in, uh, Infamous, man. Robin Hood, Den of Thieves, man. Kevin Costner doing an English accent. It's like the most infamous like film of someone, an American, doing an English accent. It is fucking terrible. And that's all this scene reminded me of. It's just like, oh, yeah. You were in this really shit film, you know. I mean, no, that wasn't a shit film. You were just like had a really shit accent in this film. That film's amazing. It's got fucking Brian Blessed, uh, Brian Blessed, Aaron, Alan Hickman, man, it's fucking mate. Anyway, uh, but it's just hard to watch because of because of Kevin Costner. But anyway, I mean, what even happens after this? It's like, it's like um, watching this what film, happens like, next? Having, having like a trip of of your own, be like, 
So there's a scene, there's another scene, there's this plot line, there's another plot line's going on. Yeah, there's some, we're, we're skipping off fight, fucking random fucking scene. There's still Lois Lane and the fucking army guy and bullshit like that. But right, she's um, like, this guy's like, oh yeah, this is definitely Lex Luthor, but uh, we're not going to do anything. We'll... Yeah, you got yeah, you got Lois Lane like getting this U.S. general man to like admit to conspiracy theories. <laughs> He's like showing yeah. him the bag with the bullet again. It's like, it's like yeah, like, and, um, it. <laughs> you know, while we're here on this bench, Kennedy, you know that that was that was you, wasn't it? Oh yeah, yeah, it was yeah. Oh, I won't go on record, but yeah, yeah. No, yeah, 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 yeah. Just tick off all the fucking conspiracy theories while we're here, you know. Anyway, um, Wayne Manor, yes, uh, Batman. Oh, yeah, we get a look at Wayne Manor uh, as um, Batman prepares to fight Superman. Oh, this is fucking cool, man. Yeah, that's right. He's like, so where the fight is going to happen, basically the, the battleground, um, Bruce Wayne's like, Batman's preparing, man. He's And you get to see his fucking, his fight suit, his spear, you get to see him slam on the bat symbol, and you get a full fucking rendition of the music, man, of the Batman theme, the fucking score, man. This scene is fucking epic, man. It's getting me so hyped up for the fight that's coming up, man. It, this film yeah. is almost like follows the same... Because um, <laughs> I've been watching the Rocky films as well recently. I uh, can't help but like compare it to that style of like storytelling, man. It's just like... It's just the whole film's just building up to a fight at the end, you know? That's literally what this film yeah, is. Yeah, and this is a fight two thirds through the film. This is literally like a superhero boxing film, man. Um, very fucking cool. Then you get uh, Lois Lane and, and Martha uh, are both kidnapped by Lex Luthor. Um, Superman saves Lois Lane as she's thrown from a building by uh, Lex Luthor. I just realised both of their initials are LL. Lex Luthor, Lois Lane. That's fucking not interesting. Just yeah. like how both of their mothers are called Martha, conveniently. Oh, mate, we're going to get into that, man. We'll get to that. I'm also, saving my fucking agony for the point of this, like, his little plan with... Actually, no. Um, let me... Let's, we'll, we'll get there. We'll get there. We'll get there. There's um, a bit, I think, after he saved Lois. Superman, can't... yeah, he confronts um, Lex Luthor on the top of this fucking epic building, which is pretty cool, to be fair. But um, nice place to have your office overlooking the world, you know? Yeah, but so also... He, yeah, I didn't know from there and he's like, oh, you know... Um, what about the lady of your life? And he's like, she's safe on the ground. Like, no, everyone knows their real, uh, the real lady of their life is their mother. And then he says mother, and then he says Martha. It's like, oh, it's the same word, you know? He's like, I think he deliberately says mother and Martha. Like, I don't know, they somehow, Zack Snyder struck fucking gold, man. Can you imagine, like, the, the script writer's like, okay, we need a way to, like, get Batman and Superman on the same side here. Uh, okay, well, um, Batman's, what about mothers, you know, mother, mother, they just like thought, oh, wow, yeah, what if we, what if we, how, how similar does Martha and mother sound? Why don't we just base the whole plot of this film around that coincidence? Okay, yeah, imagine, yeah, imagine if they were called like Jessica or something, you know? Yeah, yeah, imagine if it was, yeah, like Diana Wayne or something like, yeah. what are you going to do then, Zack Snyder? Fucking, anyway. Sorry, I, will, I will point out something, like, just before go this. Go on. Before you, you well. No, go on, I'm all in. Lex Luthor pushes uh, Lois Lane off, Superman rescues her, and then they make out on, like, the square below where so many people could have seen that, like, well, they have a little kiss, I think, maybe it's, I'm pretty sure it's at this point, you know, and then he just goes back up, and he says, yeah, hi Lex, Um, you're a bad guy, and then Lex makes it rain on him with uh, pictures of his mum. 
oh yeah man that was brutal do you know what i mean like that that was fucking brutal this is where you're like yeah lex luther's a fucked up sicko man he's like yeah he's like oh yeah yeah everyone knows uh every boy's uh fucking woman of their life is their mom and he's throwing pictures of martha at him like yeah you know and superman's fucking losing he's on his knees breaking down man and um and he's like yeah well uh she's gonna die unless you bring me uh batman's head i do so, like as well i do like as well the fact that he like yeah superman has his crucial bell moment he's like where is she yeah. But then, but then um, he's like, I, I do like the fact that Lex is like, I don't know, that I wouldn't even let them tell me where she was. So he, he literally doesn't know, even if he. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's true. And it's funny you say that. You know, this film is basically like Martha. You is like the equivalent of Rachel, man. Just, just not just like the character, but just, just the word. You know, the amount of times they fucking drill it into your head, man. Rachel, Martha. It's like literally the replacement, man. Ah, anyway. Oh, man. Anyway. Um. Oh yeah, man, this yeah, is so obviously like yeah. extended scene shit, man. Because you get this, you get this whole build up to this fight, and it's like perfectly like lining up and stacking up. It's building and building from both sides, and then right in the middle of all this, you have the injected <laughs> extended version of Zack Snyder cut of you know uh, Wonder Woman chilling in her flat, getting an email from Bruce Wayne, and looking up footage from like Aquaman and fucking yeah, very well placed, you know. It's so out of place. It sticks out like a sore fucking thumb, man. And it's just like, was this really worth like an extended scene for just to shoot? Surely you could have got better placement than this. But yeah, as well when they're making Cyborg, I was like, um, you got that, you got that footage of the scientist making, you know, and it's like, uh, and then he turns it off just before it actually, like, you know, he's made. It's like. If you're and the, and the camera's following him around everywhere and shit. Like, it's like if you turn if you turn on the camera to record what's happening, like you know, and if you're gonna die in the process, you'd probably want to leave on, right? Like, yeah. Oh well. Now we get to the fucking what it's all about: Batman oh, versus oh. Superman. Um, they they well, yeah, Superman shows up and Batman's like, yeah. So, so okay, so Superman's trying to. Warn, trying to explain to Batman like they're well, being also running each other. At him and pushing him, you know. Yeah, but Batman doesn't give a fuck, man. He's like all ready for this shit, you know. He's like stepping backwards. Superman walks into his traps, which um, he did X-ray, you know, through the floor. He didn't notice that, maybe. Yeah. Uh this is cool as shit, though, man. Because Batman's in his fucking suit. Um, there's like they're fucking. Oh, the light up eyes, man. Yeah, yeah, it's so fucking cool, man. Uh, he Batman basically scarecrows him with like this fucking kryptonite gas. Superman fucking, and then he's like, "Oh, it's so cool!" But it, like Batman shoots a fucking gun at him, and then like Superman catches the pellet, which explodes in his hand, and it's like proper scarecrows him, man. It's so fucking good. Um, which obviously uh, nerfs Superman, so he's like basically human level strength, yeah, like sorry, Man of Steel. Uh, Batman says, "You're not brave. Men are brave." fucking cool fucking line um but then the kryptonite effect wears off so yeah, it's got a very <laughs> ambiguous timer doesn't it yeah yeah very ambiguous it's like sometimes it can be 30 seconds sometimes it can be half an hour um but in this particular moment it's fucking funny it's like <laughs> the closest you can get to being acceptably marvel where it's like batman's like punching him in the face and then he's like <laughs> slowing down he's like less reacting he's like Oh, that's so fucking funny, man! It's like it's so good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because it just it stops even making an impact on his. Face. Yeah, yeah, it's like, it's like starts like hurting his hand. He's like, oh. <laughs> um, 
Uh, so Superman gets a bit of strength back, but uh, Batman's all thought of this all ahead. The, yeah, it's like you through walls, you know. Yeah, it's like perfectly planned out. Yeah, and Batman throws him down a fucking bunch of stairs and shit. Looks really fucking painful the way he lands. Con- yeah, also conveniently exactly where he left that spear. Yeah, yeah. Batman yeah. planned this down to a T, man. You know, he's like, yeah. Oh, then I'm gonna. Then he's gonna fall here. I'm gonna drag him here. I'm gonna, I'm take gonna go through this. Get the hand here and. Nah, nah, nah. Um, super. Uh, we get a bit cool bit of dialogue. He's like, oh, I bet your parents told you that. Uh, you know that you're you're worth something. Well, uh, my parents died in the gutter for no reason. The world only makes sense if you want it to. Great fucking line. And you remember, I was like trying to remember with you a few weeks ago, like who was it that said that quote? You know, and I was like, I couldn't remember for the life of me. I thought it was like, some... is, yeah, it was like it, that almost feels awesome. like he's the legend Joker would say, to be honest. And it just turned out to be fucking Ben Affleck's Batman. Um, still fucking cool as shit. So, well, uh, yeah, you get that fucking epic quote, and um, and obviously Batman gets the spear and he like drags it across Superman's face, so he does bleed. You get the payoff from that. Uh, do you bleed? Uh, which he does. And then he's just about to stab him when Superman goes, Oh, they're gonna kill Martha. Why he would say Martha and not Mom or something like that, I don't. This is like fucking stupid. And then Lois Lane out, and I was like, "Yeah, Martha's his mum." And Batman's like, "Why did you say that name? Why did you say that name?" Like fucking fifty times, man. And it's like, I don't know what we're supposed to understand from this moment. Yeah, they have a flash. Oh no, this reminds me. They they like uh, they flashbacked to the Bruce Wayne's yeah. mum dying. Yeah. They get a re uh, like round winning kill montage of the fucking pearls again, and his dad saying Martha just in case he didn't know that she was his mum as well, and that she was also called Martha. Yeah, I was surprised they didn't say like as well. Oh, yeah. by the way, did you know that Superman's mum is also called Martha? This is hinted when he says Martha. It just it couldn't be all more on the nose, man. It's like so painful. It's just like you would think. I, I don't know, like what way you go with this when you have such a fucking coincidence like that, and you're just gonna decide to base the whole film around it. You really do. You really is this? Is it really something you want to put so much emphasis on? To like you know, we get it. They're, they're both their mums are called Martha, which I know for sure that that is Batman's mum's name. I'm like, I would need to double check if it is Superman's mum's name. Like, in the comics, like, actually. But, um, but either way, like, yeah, for the whole fucking film to revolve around that, it's just fucking stupid, man. Um, you have a whole fucking, imagine that, like, you have, like, this whole fucking meeting and it's like, okay, what are we going to do to make sure they get on the same side? Oh, he's going to say his mum's name just before Batman kills him, you know? Yeah, it's fucking stupid as shit. Like, yeah, I mean, but... I don't know. This is, I, don't, I, don't, I couldn't. I couldn't get over that part. It's just. Oh. And it's also, Lois Lane got here on a chopper that was paid for with the <gasps> funds of the Daily Planet. But you know. Oh, I don't know, man. Anyway, then you get. Um, okay, so we're not going to yeah. dwell on that bullshit. Yeah. By, by this point, by this point, the film. It's just, it's no longer Batman versus Superman. Like two hours in, it's just done. You got another 40, 40 minutes, an hour left. <laughs> and it's like, yeah. oh, it's Batman, um, Superman, and Wonder Woman v, Do- v Doomsday. So you so you weren't really satisfied with that fight, with that Batman versus Superman fight. I thought it was fucking good. Fun. It was short and sweet. It wasn't even that short. It was like, you got everything I needed to see, to be honest. I was like, yep, that's cool. I mean, I feel like they should have, I think they should have had 
kind of two fights in this. Like the first one, because like he barely like they like obviously the tumbler not tumbler. Oh, when they square up crashes into him. Yeah. They could have had like a little scrap, and then Batman realizes how powerless he actually is with him, and then or like he's trying out different things to see how Superman would could possibly be stopped. And then in this one, he actually employs that that experience against against him. But it's like they crammed both of those ideas into this, and it's like. No, I don't, I don't really think so. I don't really think so because I think Batman is is well aware that he has no chance against Superman, right? And even before their little confrontation on the docks, but I think that obviously just reinforced it, like how fucking powerless he is. Certainly gets know, his trick tonight and prepare some weapons and shit. And I think at the beginning of this fight, you do get a bit of experimentation because he has like four guns that appear in like shooting at Superman, and he's obviously not aware that that does nothing to him, but he's like just experimenting. Um, also, the sound thing from before, which he uses laser vision or some shit to destroy. I know, but that's the he same pulls up the manhole and then splits yeah. it off and takes them both out. You remember? Yeah, I know, but that's the thing. Like that's how all in the that's all in the second well, the only fight in the film. Like for a film that's called Batman versus Superman, I kind of wish there was more Batman versus Superman. If that makes sense, like. No, I think the fight was like pretty satisfying. I thought the fight itself was quite satisfying. I was like, yeah, it had everything, and you know, it was a little bit like yeah, very it is a very convenient fight as well. Like the fact yeah. that Batman just so happened to be there where yeah. the spear was that yeah. no one, that no one had nicked it while he was messing around. You know, uh, I don't know. It was pretty convenient. I think it's also, fucking something that's stupid in this. By the end of it, it's like. Like he's he's like kind of pissed off he couldn't kill Superman so he throws the spear away like as if Batman would throw away like the one of the most deadly weapons on the planet like yeah yeah and it's, he just yeah like, he just like basement is full of them why wouldn't he keep it yeah exactly it's just the whole crux of the Martha thing man why did you say that name he says it so many fucking it's fucking ah oh. and he has this whole like real and at this moment what are you supposed to be thinking like oh has he just realised that Superman's got a mum and dad as well or some shit I don't know like I, I I really don't know what we're supposed to take away from this scene like just just because their mum has the same name that means like oh that eradicates everything that happened before. Jack died, whatever, the kid's mom, etc. blah, 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 the guy lost his legs, blah, blah, blah. He blew up the Senate building. And just from that, the the Martha thing, he realised, oh, I shouldn't kill this guy. I don't know, it's just fucking stupid, man. Yeah, because like, they, didn't, they didn't really like dedicate much time to explaining, this is Lex Luthor's doing, you know? Cause... Yeah, exactly. They don't, they don't sit there and explain it to Batman, Bruce Wayne. It just kind of figures everything out in this moment. And then he goes, yeah, now we need to save your mum. Uh, you go and take out Lex Luthor. Oh, I promise you're, I promise Martha won't die tonight or some bullshit like that. It's, it's stupid as shit, but it does lead to the third coolest scene in this fucking film. Maybe a second. It's, it's either the nightmare scene. Nightmare's definitely number one. But then you've also got the Batmobile fight. Okay, I'm putting Batmobile on number three. This is second. The fucking warehouse fight, man. Yeah. Okay, so first of all, Batman gets on a new Batwing to... I never thought we'd get a new one, that's the thing. I didn't oh, know yeah. Batwing in this. Well, I've got a surprise for you later. We're going to rank the Batwings. We're going to rank all of Batman's aerial vehicles, because I realise there's so many of them, we can actually do a proper ranking. So you're in for a treat today, viewers. Um, yeah, but also... Yeah? There is a point at this where the... Since this is before, during, or after the after this fight... The Batwing does crash. I am. Oh, wait, no, no, that's with. Never mind. That's that's with uh, Doomsday, isn't it? Uh, yeah, 
yeah, yeah, yeah that's right. Uh, for here, we get the Batwing. We get to see it also piloted by Alfred, who drops him off. Okay, so he's like, yeah, they're on the third floor, so how about I drop you off on the second floor? He's like, cool. Then he uses, like, a bunch of Arkham fucking Arkham games, like, gadgets, man. He's, like, using a disruptor and fucking all this shit, man. Oh, <coughs> this scene is so fucking good. you got the music on full fucking blast, man. He's fucking people up, man. And it's so, like dirty man you get to see everything you get to see that his suit is bulletproof like Back you get a bit where like the guy literally like point blank shoots him in the head but his cowl actually repels the bullet it obviously hurts him because he's like oh he gives out the most manly fucking grunt and he's like oh and then fucking punches this guy man um yeah, you pretty thought someone would try and shoot him in the face by now you know I, well they try but they just you know obviously he's like, Man, he oh, can you, you, you do you remember the bit where he like he picks up the box, throws it at the guy, and then like fucking like the box hits him in the face, like against the wall, man. Do you remember that particular one? Definitely. Yeah, yeah and he like he grapples someone by the shit and kills like him. it must have gone into his flesh or something. He pulls him in, punches him back as well. Oh like. yeah, man. And there's a bit where uh the guy with the grenade, he's like turns up, fucking pulls the pin out, really dramatic, and then like Batman like kicks a hanging guy into him to like fall back and blow. Batman's kill count is like going through the roof, man. He's definitely on double digits at this point now. Um, and then, yeah, fucking, and then he gets stabbed as well. And then he like pulls out the knife, stabs the guy, goes back, fucks another guy, and then comes back and pushes the knife in even harder, man. Like fucking slams against the wall, gets the other guy, slams him against the wall, like breaks the wall, man. It's so fucking good. Oh, and yeah, then, man. He comes he, through the wall, doesn't he? Yeah, then he does proper Arkham takedown, man. He, like, bursts through the wall, fucking one-handed holds fucking flamethrower or whatever gun he's got there. Like, a gun which is probably heavy enough to hold with two arms. Batman's, like, one-handing it, man. And this Russian guy um, fucking, like, just shoots the fire extinct... Uh, fire... Uh, yeah, it was questionable. He's like, oh, yeah. Like oh, I'm definitely gonna kill him. Don't 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 shoot me or something. Um, yeah. And then he's like, oh, I trust you. I trust that you will. And then I believe you or something. And then he shoots. Yeah, like, yeah. The gas yeah, and he saves. Really, he, really, he would have should just shot him instead. Like, because if he blew up the gas can, then or whatever flammable shit, that would have given him a second to like flame her. Surely, like. Yeah, for sure. And he very definitely risked like explode, making that gun explode on the spot as well. But. I don't know, he's like... He'd have probably been fine. <laughs> I don't know, like, I suppose Batman, he's a killer, but he's, like, not to the point of, like, cold... Not cold... Not cold-blooded, but... He wouldn't put a bullet in someone's head, you know? He'll do everything else, but... Like, he doesn't have the balls to, like, kill people directly now, you know? Not like in the Nightmare. Yeah, um, yeah the Nightmare is just, like... like think about the Nightmare scene now. It's like, Batman's literally fantasising about shooting people, you know? It's like... <laughs> that's like... That's like... Oh. Anyway... Um, so anyway, this epic fucking scene is just come cr comes crashing down with these two lines of dialogue. We're like, yeah, I'm a friend of your son's, and she goes, oh, I figured the cape, <laughs> the worst fucking dialogue in the world, man. Just like, just like, basically from a Marvel script, man. It's fucking terrible. Yeah. Uh, so then, uh, Lex, we get back to Lex Luthor in that fucking spaceship. Uh, Superman turns up and he's like, oh, uh, you're a headless Batman shortwave. And he's like, yeah, well, uh, now I'm going to kill your mum. And then, like, um, 
you know, obviously Batman picks up the radio on the side, which is fucking cool, but Lex Luthor has anticipated this. So he goes and creates a monster called Doomsday. Um, so, yeah, we've gone from... accurate, but, you know. Yeah, no, this is, as far as I'm aware, this is inaccurate as shit. And it's just like the, the most... I don't know, because, yeah, the whole film's about Batman versus Superman, and then it's not now, so it's like, what do we do now? We just, we're just going to come up with the most, like, basic possible bad guy ever. Like, the most one-dimensional, just massive, like, evil, ugly fucking orc. They basically got an orc from Lord of the Rings, and then, like, yeah, let, let's just... Yeah, they mixed it with the Hulk and then gave him a nuke or something. I don't yeah, know. Just, let's, let's just let him fuck up Superman a bit, you know? We just need some kind of mass to compete with Superman. It's fucking stupid as shit. Yeah, like this this bit. I mean, they do they do emphasise quite a lot. Oh, this is taking place on an uninhabited island between Gotham. Oh and yeah, Gotham. yeah, yeah. Oh, luckily it's um, past rush hour, so downtown is completely uninhabited. So not thousands of people will die, just like in Man of Steel. Fucking stupid, man. Oh, really, like this this and this scene felt like it took well this fight. I feel like it took like years. Man. Oh, I know, I know, I know. You're right, like, man. I mean, to be fair, the bits of Wonder Woman were good because, I mean, you got her theme. Oh, the yeah. last thing that I also didn't like as well, where it's like, I, oh, yeah. they, it's like a, it's like a line for the trailers where like Batman's like, oh, I thought she oh, was yeah. with you, and it's like you emailed her. Of course, she's with you. You fucking spastic. <laughs> yeah, good point. Yeah. I never caught. I thought that was a cool line. Like she was with you. I, I thought she was. With you. Uh, I like that, yeah, but it's a bit too well, much. Like, why she's now there. you're crossing the line to like just a full-fledged Marvel. It's thing. a Marvel shit, yeah. Yeah. Um, anyway, uh, you do have some cool stuff, like for example, Superman and Doomsday go up into space. So the guy's like, "Yeah, let's fucking nuke them." Americans, man, any fucking chance to push the big red button, man? Like, yeah, yeah. Oh, now's our chance. Test this weapon. Go, go, go. And they fucking. <laughs> you think they would have, like, sent a fighter jet out, maybe, or two? Oh, that, that, any excuse for them to fucking fire a nuke off somewhere, man. And by the way, this is the most pinpoint accurate nuke of all time, man. How did they guide this thing into outer space? Doesn't, like, is that a thing? Are there weapons? I mean, yeah, that, yeah, like... yeah that's, that's intercontinental ballistic missiles. They go into space and then come back to Earth. Okay, that's a thing. I didn't know that. Yeah, but uh, I, think, I think, like, they're not... I wouldn't imagine they're that good so that they could literally hit, like, a pinpoint spot. Yeah, it's just... Because a nuke's meant to wipe out, like, you know, a city, like, just, yeah. you know, get the rough gist of it. Like, it doesn't matter if it's a few metres off in it. But yeah. with this, it's like... I didn't get it as well, because it's like, oh, um, Superman is might be a casualty, and I'm like... But we've established that basically nothing kills him except kryptonite. Like, yeah. Yeah, exactly. And it's like, oh, it's like they have this moment, they linger on this moment where, like, Superman's dead, but he's obviously not. So it's like, what the fuck are you waiting for? What's the point in this moment of, like, him floating in space? What's the point? Meanwhile, yeah, like, it's like further mutating like oh whatever you throw him makes him stronger like fuck off man like oh yeah there's also there's also something questionable where it's like they go out like literally into outer space and it's like mm -hmm. oh and doomsday falls back because he can't fly i think it's like and he falls back at the exact same spot on where he yeah was. good point you're right he could have yeah, like, landed yeah. anywhere in the like northern u.s by that yeah yeah that's a good point i didn't realize that uh yeah fucking stupid man but batman he's like thinking on his feet and he's like yeah well he's from krypton so only thing that could kill him is kryptonite let's bait him back to the kryptonite so he like 
gets in his bat wing and fucking tries to guide this doomsday back to Gotham. Uh, long story short, man, yeah, Lois Lane fucking tries to get the spear and drowns, but then doesn't drown because Superman saves her and he goes, yeah, I love you. And she's like, oh. And uh, one, and then you get this like really fucking shit, like trio fucking link up, man. Wonder Woman lassoes Doomsday and then Batman sprays him with the fucking cannon and then Superman stabs him. Um, yeah, but when he could have just given it to Wonder Woman, but you know. Yeah, or just stab him yourself. Like the fucking lasso and the gas are like so, such, so like unnecessary. I don't know. Fucking yeah, but you know, they need to be like, you know, doing their part for the group project. Yeah, they? yeah. They, you just need them. Yeah. <laughs> group project shit, man. There's, it was actually almost made me laugh, man. Where you just like get the gas. There's like, oh yeah, Batman's still here. Yeah, I was watching, like, I was like, when Wonder Woman was holding the last thing, I was like, what's Batman going to do here? Or they're just going to completely ignore him. Yeah. He's like, yeah, I'm, I'm still here, you know? Still there, yeah, that's right. He's not yeah, there. He's like, like, got a little bit of him early, just dodging lasers and shit, man, which is cool, but it's like, oh, you just do not yeah, it's like completely him. pointless in this video. So out of the deck, man. <laughs> um, I want to comment upon the fact that Superman's scar has totally vanished as well that Batman gave him earlier. Mm, um, yeah. I mean, I don't know if kryptonite, like, just if you... But maybe it's, like, a regular scar, you know? You, or, well, a scratch for him, really. No, it went deep, man. He was, like, made him bleed, you know? But maybe he's got super quick repairs. Yeah, he's, like, he's like Captain Scarlet, man, but, like, on steroids, you know? Yeah, man. Anyway, Superman basically grabs the spear and sacrifices himself. He stabs Doomsday, but also gets stabbed himself, and he's so close to the kryptonite that it kills him, I suppose. Um... And that's that's basically it. Now, uh, yeah, now we get basically the come down of the film. Lex Luthor's arrested, and they shave his head, which is cool because obviously everyone knows Lex Luthor is bald. So when he's like got the longest hair in the film, you're like, oh shit, like, yeah, what's going on here? Is this some like more Chris Nolan bullshit, man? It's like, oh no, he, he you do end up with him being bald. Why he's the only prisoner in any film ever, let alone superhero films, that has his head actually shaved before going to prison, I don't know. Yeah, they never shave their jokers, do they? Mm, yeah, like, they never shave I mean, They didn't have to shave Bane, but he was if dead. If they do shave your head, it's fucking everyone, like, in the army or some shit. Yeah, isn't it just the army they shave your head? I don't think they do it for prison. No, I don't know, man. I've never been to prison personally, so... Well, I don't know. I'm just going off movies, man. Like, as far as I'm aware, they shave your head for, for the army, but not for prison. And why is and if they do for prison, why is fucking anyway, whatever. Um this obviously isn't steeped in reality, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, I know. Um, I just I just want to add earlier when I did bring up the Batwing crashing, um in my notes, it just says Batman does not survive the Batwing crash, which he doesn't, because I still remember it. Like the way that I think Doomsday does bring it down is just like I I see it crash going down and like this is going to be some bullshit with like Harvey Dent crashing the car again, but he survives anyway. Like, no, Batman's dead. I'm sorry. (laughs) Uh, So it's Superman, not. Yeah. Well, uh, speaking of Superman, we get another, like, just, just to make everything sad, you know, it's like, Oh, you know, just to add in another emotional meat hook. Oh yeah. Lois is like, don't do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We get basically the fucking, like, carbon copy Rachel fucking undead letter, man, where it's like, oh, yeah, he sent this for you, you know, and it's like a, an engagement ring, like, oh, like, so fucking cringe, man. Uh, if I'm but... not mistaken, is it is it in Justice League, or is it in this film where we actually see she's pregnant as well? 
I didn't know she was pregnant, but there, there's like a bit where she opens up a drawer, and I might be mixing up with Justice League. But I think way, you are mixing up because I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah, well, I don't know. She just opens a drawer and like looks in as like pregnancy test or some shit. Yeah, like now, yeah, now in the what's it called the Justice League is actually just turned into a family drama where now oh, she's whatever, pregnant. Man. Yeah, you, anyway, she's he like basically proposes proposes to her from beyond the grave, just like Harvey Dent, and and what what burn that letter. And uh, yeah, man, we could have had Martha Kent doing doing whole Michael Caine, man, you know, like hiding the truth and Lois Lane becomes yeah. Batwoman or some shit, man, you know. Anyway, uh, um, we oh, get yeah. Abide Bat- With Me. Superman's definitely dead, guys. Remember yep. that. We get Abide With Me played on the bagpipes. Uh, uh, Superman has two funerals, of course. One for Superman, which is like a state funeral. And um, the other one being, uh, you know, Clark Clark Kent's still pretty, pretty like extravagant funeral for like a guy that was just like fucking journalist, man. Like he's got pretty like pretty decent funeral. Yeah, you think people from Kansas would spit on journalists, but you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're just like, oh, you know, they go all out, man. He's got pretty good funeral there. Pretty good crowd as well for someone that's like a nobody, presumably, you know, I don't know. (laughs) Yeah. Um, and obviously the the uh, funeral is all paid for by an anonymous donator that is clearly like oh couldn't be Bruce Wayne could it? Um, yeah, just stood there, you know, being like oh, sick funeral. Been to yep, funerals yep, yep. myself. Yep, yep. He's looking cool there, man. Uh, Wonder Woman's with him as well, and they do a bit of setup for uh, Justice League. So um, they're gonna have to fight. Oh, why? Yeah. Oh, just a feeling. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> just a feeling. Uh, I, th- I thought it was going to be like, oh, I found out that, you know, so. I've, uh, yeah, I found out that uh, Bane's actually not dead from the uh, being shot in the Dark Knight Rises. We're going to have to get him again. Yeah. Um, we get a cool little pan back. Let's see, we get the whole world reacting to Superman's death, which is um, what I mentioned before with Perry looking at the newspaper and not realizing that Superman's Clark Kent. Um, <laughs> And we get a cool thing which says, uh, if he's, yeah, we get Superman's statue is gone. So instead they have like a new one which says, if you seek his monument, look around you, which is pretty cool. Yeah, um, that's true. Anyway. No one's going to graffiti the statue because it ain't there anymore. Yep. Uh, we get the penultimate scene, which is uh, Lex Luthor in, uh, in prison. And uh, Batman goes and meets him. Basically, it's like really fucking cool, man. Because like, oh, it's like, oh, the... Um, the uh, warden wants to speak with you. You know, stand up, face the wall. All the lights go out. Oh, they turn on again, but just the red ones and Batman's behind him. And he's like, yeah, you know, uh, I'm going to send you to Arkham. I've still got mates there that'll fuck you up, you know, and like, and then... Uh, Lex he doesn't like, oh, brand him, like... Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, yeah. he's about to brand him, and then Lex Luthor's like, oh, but the bell's already been rung. Oh, you know, and fucking... Like, yeah, stupid, fucking shit, you know, like, fuck off, man. He does it like a thousand times. I was like, oh, so annoying, man. Uh, and Batman's literally this is literally Heath Ledger. Like, this is this is the moment where I was like, oh, yeah. And this this is like, yeah. And and Batman doesn't brand him. I can't. I don't really know why. And we get the final frame of this film, which is possibly the dumbest shit of all, which is uh, Superman's coffin and the the soil floats. Yeah, I was like, oh, really? You're telling me Superman didn't die from something that isn't kryptonite? Really? Wow. Superman. Oh, you mean uh, this isn't the death of Superman? You're not going to bring him back for Justice League? Huh. No. Wow. Well, Colour me shocked. To be honest, I, I kind of wish that he was dead because, like, 
Yeah, they're just trying to guts to kill him off. And anyway, even if he even if he isn't dead, why would you show up by soil floating? What what power of that is is that supposed to demonstrate? Well, what's he going to do? Like have his fist punch out of it or something? <laughs> well, I don't know. I mean, yeah, it, I'll give him that. It is hard for them to like do something, but like floating soil, really, like yeah, that was a bit stupid. Fucking not? stupid, man. Yeah, we know Superman's obviously not fucking dead, man. Clearly, you booked him for a sequel, so you know, <laughs> there's no need to like. I mean, yeah, soil floating, the actual imagery is cool, but it's like, when you actually think it, it makes no fucking sense. But that's Snyderverse for you. Anyway, I think that's it for the uh, the actual storyline, right? Yeah, well, I mean, wait, how, that, that was an actual story in this? So I thought it was just here to well, facilitate Batman and Superman fighting. And then well, you do some cool moments, moments, man. Do, do we have any more uh, particular thoughts or anything you want to bring up about the film, or we'll go, uh, go on to the rankings? <laughs> This makes me feel like, as you know, it can't really compare to Batman '89. Whereas, like, um, yeah, I won't, I won't say that. But this film, I can't compare it to No Time to Die either. But it's like there are a lot of really high points in this, but there's also a lot of it is just like average, like very like average. Um, like the that actual fight between Batman and Superman is, you know, what everyone came here for. But then Doomsday fight is just like cgi it's like well not cgi is bad but it's just like people getting thrown around the ship superman gets stabbed dies and i'm like yeah he definitely isn't dead but you know cool stuff bro and mm. this doomsday guy who's just like the most generic looking you know hulk orc thing <laughs> fighting them and i'm just like ah nice batman can't really do anything because he's actually surrounded by actual superheroes with superpowers and it's like all right. The the only good part was like the Wonder Woman turning up in that minus the is she with you for the trailer? Well, Batman actually obviously knows that she's with him. Um, but I mean, and the intro to this minus Bruce Wayne fucking rising and you know and so on and so forth. The the intro was fantastic. Like the beginning, the the fight was good. Um, the music was good at very uh, very good at certain points. Thanks to Hans Zimmer. And probably not the other guy. Who I still can't remember the name of. Logo on this, I will say. I mean, I'm looking at it right now. I, yeah. I like that. The the big. I mean, you've obviously got the Superman logo inside the bat. Uh, it's the it's mix. Funny how they had to modify the Batman logo because obviously every every incarnation of Batman has to have a new fucking symbol. And with this one, they just made the fattest, widest one possible. Just like, yeah. Right, it's a Superman one in. Yeah, which is also super see. fat and wide. Yeah, it's like I always wondered to myself, like, oh, why is the Ben Affleck one really wide? There's just a new different choice of style. And I was like, only looking at when you mentioned it just now, I was like, oh, well, that's why it's so yeah. wide. I think we get, you, I mean, obviously this, like we said at the beginning, you know, this film had a lot it needed to achieve. And it did so to varying degrees. And I think it did a pretty good job overall. I'm going to be very interested to see what ranking we actually give out of 10. Okay. Basically everything from the Dark Knight trilogy is at number one. The Batman, yes. So, uh, Ben Affleck's Batman. Where are we going to rank him? What are your thoughts? As an older Batman, one that gives less fucks, one that's basically a villain, <laughs> more or less. But he's fucking cool as shit. He's got his full arsenal of, like, vehicles and fucking gadgets and bat caves and shit, man. What do you think? Where are we going to put... Uh, I mean, how did you find Ben Affleck's Batman? I kind of liked the fact that they decided to just say, oh yeah, he doesn't give, really give much of a fuck about killing, because 
all these previous Batmans, bar Adam West, haven't actually murdered people. Um, sorry, no, have murdered people. Adam West isn't like a serial killer, but um, I was gonna say, yeah, <laughs> you just look at him right there. He's definitely you know prime mugshot material. But yeah. if I'm I'm thinking about these as in which ones that I. I mean, this is obviously just a contest between him and Christian Bell. I mean, none of the ones previous, I could really say. Um, I feel I want to put him below Christian Bell still, because if I want to see... If I want to see Batman, I would want to watch the Dark Knight trilogy rather than this, so far at least, because this obviously isn't... I mean, Christian Bell has the luxury of you having three films dedicated to his character, whereas this is he's more... He's like he's like shares maybe twenty percent of the screen time with everyone else. I mean, then True. again, that was that was also Christian Bell's one in the Dark Knight anyway. But still, um, yeah, I, I would have to put him at number two because I don't think I would personally put him above Christian Bell. I don't know. About yeah, it, I think if Ben Affleck's Batman had more to do, I mean, yeah, we we can, the sample size is 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 very different, right? Because you've got Christian Bell's got a whole trilogy dedicated to his character as Ben Affleck. Has got half a film effectively, right? And obviously, Justice League, in theory, has the potential to adjust this ranking. But I think Ben Affleck's Batman is 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 excellent. I I I've you know nothing but good words to say about his Batman. I think it's it's very good. Um, you know his performance is like I think he's very good Batman. And yeah, I, I think he's very comfortable second. And, you know, maybe if he had a solo film or like, you know, if, if things were different, maybe he would be maybe he would be first. But uh, I think, it, you know, we can't really can't yeah. really go above Christian Bale's Batman. Just I mean, yeah, I will give well, you a fun fact, a bit of trivia. Oh, yeah. Yep. Ben Affleck's Ben Affleck auditioned to play Robin for Batman 89. Really? Yeah. Before they. I mean, yeah, he is that old then. Yeah. But, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Also, one thing I will say that's sad about this ranking that is unrelated to the character of Batman himself is having to move Adam West down from number four when his background colour suits the four ones so much. Oh, yeah. I that. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> Good shout. Um, okay. Uh, Bruce Wayne. Uh, I think this gives George Clooney a run for his money. Uh, yeah. Uh, you know what? I'm going to go out there and uh, I'm going to say. Ben Affleck's Bruce Wayne's number one, man. Yeah, it's, it's, I think that's going to ruffle a lot of feathers, but I think he's fucking awesome, man. Christian Bale's ben, Bruce Wayne is awesome as well, but I just think Ben Affleck is is Bruce Wayne, you know? Yeah, yeah, that's he really carries it. Everything, like everything about him is he's like Christian Bale, but like more. And he's not Patrick Bateman. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He's more like dedicated it's like you know what christian bale's bruce wayne would have become eventually right after after accepting his bruce wayne role and like all the women and shit you know yeah and like, not bailing out of the whole batman thing mr martin db5 all that shit you know and like his lines his swagger is his, his drip you know like yeah the dedication of his work is <laughs> him, you know everything really uh, i probably have to agree with you on that yeah i, I think he's gonna go number one I, I hope that's not too controversial because you know you and I both have a lot of respect for for Christian Bale's uh, Bruce Wayne, but I really enjoy Ben Affleck, and it only gets better as well. I'm not saying Justice League either. It's fucking. Uh, I think we should because we forgot to do it for the Dark Knight Rises. Um, we need to do his uh, Sigma 
his most his Sigma quote as well, Sigma moment. You know, now I'm looking at Ben Affleck I'm, and Christian Bale. I can't not think of like a Sigma male moment, man. So like, that's the thing I, but that was the thing with the Dark Knight Rises though. Is just I can't remember uh, like I can't remember a Sigma quote from that personally. I mean, well, what are we gonna put for um, Batman versus Superman? Yeah, the, I mean, it was. It, you're probably thinking of the same thing as I am. It's the Daily Planet. Is that the one I own, or is yeah, that the other guy? It's got to be, doesn't it? And where are we putting that in ranking with um, with the other quotes? Have you got the Have you got the list in front of you? Yeah, I do. But uh, I'm just trying to decide on that myself because it's like it's pretty good. But so what, what's what's the current like top? What's the current rankings? Just go through them quickly, Russ. I remember number one still I Jack Nicholson, I'm right? I'm this hotel's at the top, I'm pretty sure. Isn't Jack Nicholson number one? Oh, no, it wouldn't be. It'd be Christian Bell. Yeah, go on. So yeah, what's Christian the current one? I'm buying this hotel. Um, okay. Then it's I Didn't Ask with Jack Nicholson. Okay. Then, uh, oh, yeah, I just wrote it is, but it's actually, uh, that was from Max Shrek saying, actually, it very much is like that, pushing you know, Catwoman out the window. Wait, wait, wait. Um, what was the one from The Dark Knight that we had? Oh yeah, ah, oh, shit. I'm trying to remember it because I remember it was a good one, and they were like questioning. It must have been uh, Harvey Dent. Yeah, it must have been like, oh, I own this hotel. Uh, no, they they they'll let us. I I own the restaurant. Was it that one? Yeah, it was that one. But I think that one goes below. That one goes below. Okay, uh, that was number two, and then Jackson number three. Okay. Yeah. So and where then... are we gonna put um, Daily Planet? Do I own that one? Hmm. <sighs> Yeah, because that is like straight up deliberately done just to flex on Clark. Uh, yeah. Oh, that's good. This is either one or two, I'm trying to think. Probably number two, really. Or was Above, I own the restaurant. Yeah, no, this might be number three, to be honest. No, I think it's, a, it's a definitely above I own the hotel because that's something that says like so matter of fact, but this is deliberately just okay. done just to b- b- okay. Yeah, something. all right then, all right then. Number two it is. Okay, uh, we don't have a Commissioner Gordon in this film. This is the first Batman film without Commissioner Gordon. Fun fact. Um, oh, no, no Pat Hingle returns. No, unfortunately not. We have uh, bat suits. So, uh, and we've actually got two bat suits. We're going to root. No, we've got three. Okay. Oh yeah. Three we've got the bat times. suit, the regular bat suit. We've got the nightmare suit, and we've got the armor suit. So. Ah. Um... Uh. Tough. All right, let's start with the normal suit. I think that's going second for me. Yeah, I'd probably agree with that. It's, it's the fat bat symbol, man. That just I can't keep take my eyes off of it. It's cool that I like. I like that the cowl has really small ears. Yeah, I think. Yeah, I think by Christian Bell's, they've just, they've nailed what like a bat suit looks like. Because you look at the ones previous, and it's well, like, well, well, Henry, we have another yeah, bat yeah i know but they nailed what it roughly looks like because there's so much variety between the ones below you know i you just see. realized i've got um the dark knight rise uh, sorry the batman slash dark knight rises uh, sorry the dark knight slash the dark knight rises suit here which should go number one actually above the rubber neck one for batman <laughs> yeah my uh, mistake they're so similar it's kind of hard to tell well actually in that case maybe this should go number two above the rubber suit rubber neck one right yeah because he can turn his head yeah okay now we've got uh, the exo suit where do you want to put that one? Uh, the exosuit is cool. Like, it is very cool, like I will yeah. say, but it's... Fucking sick, man. This is depending on whether we're voting it as cool or just in the seat, uh, or like, you know, a bat suit. 
um, like how accurate is it to what we think of as a batsuit? Uh, no, we're ranking it on how cool it is, man. I would put it maybe... In that case, put it... put it. Mm, either number two or three. Which one would you rather wear, man, you know? Like, would you rather wear the exosuit or the fucking the normal Batman suit? Yeah, but for practicality, I wouldn't be able to hold and wear the big one, would I? Uh, well, you know, they made the uh, Batsuit, I read this, doesn't have any armour on it. It's like the first Batsuit, apart from Adam West, obviously, <laughs> that doesn't have any armour on it. It's just pure like you know cloth yeah that's a good point actually so um they did that deliberately so yeah i think the exosuit's gonna go th- it's a bit yeah it's a bit chunky like it's i mean yeah, it's a bit chunky, it looks it's really so cool. cool but it's not it's like a, it's like it's you like know what that suit reminds me of it reminds it's me like of the, the original I, it reminds me of the iron man suit that he made in the uh in the cave in, in iron yeah man. yeah but this is like this for me is like this is like uh this is like this is like the tumbler of the bat suits, in my opinion. Like, it's nah. not really a bat suit, but it's like, like, cool. Okay, yeah, uh, okay. Yeah, when you put it that way, I think third. I think third is fair. Yeah. Okay. Now the nightmare suit, man. You're gonna have to fight me not to put this first, man. It's fucking awesome, man. Batman in a fucking trench coat. How did fucking Zack Snyder think of this? This is, and he had the balls to fucking do, man. A whole fucking ah. Oh. Yeah, just for the nightmare scene, I'll let you put it at number one because oh, that was very cool. It's got to be, man. It's so fucking cool, man. Yeah, I mean, yeah, and it is. It's like it's the bat suit, but it's it's Ben Affleck's normal bat suit, but with a trench coat, man. Like, how can you not put that first, man? Okay, yeah, cool thanks for letting me have one. Yeah, I'll let you have that one for once. Okay, um, okay, Batmobiles. <sighs> yeah, I mean, put the second, man. I'm yeah, I think you want to put the second. And I can, I'd probably agree with you because this is the, this is like the compromise between the Tumblr and the 89 one, where it's like half classic, half tank. Okay, well, that was a shorter argument than I thought we'd have. I thought you'd yeah. want this. I'm not going to die, I'm not going to ride or die for the Tumblr, I like it, but. <laughs> to be honest, if I had my way, I'd have the 66 back. Yes, I, I remember, I remember having that, but that argument, but still. If I had my way, the, the 66 Batmobile would actually go second here. Um... Yeah, oh. but you know the voice of you know voice of reason yeah, prevails. Yeah, uh, we have a new ranking, Henry. We're gonna have to get through this one because um, we haven't previously ranked these. But we have uh, the Batcopter. <laughs> yeah, we have the Batcopter. <laughs> I knew you'd like that. We have the shitty Batwing from Batman and Robin or Batman Forever. Yeah, just, just immediately put that last. Yeah. <laughs> Above the Batcopter. The thing designed. We can rank all of these right now, actually. Okay. Uh, oh, I don't do, like you wanna, do you want to just rank it as you would do it, and then just read and not like just say what I think afterwards? Okay, <laughs> I don't know. I would put the bat. the bat gaming mouse. I don't know. Even the bat. I hate the bat. I'd maybe put the bat below the bat copter. Hmm. Actually, I'm gonna really yeah, I mean, this for that one. But I won't, I won't, yeah, it's I'm, like the same thing. I won't ride or die for the bat because it's like. Yeah, uh, I will retract my statement where I thought it looked cool because I'm looking at my computer mouse right now and looking back at it like, yeah. Uh. That's what I would put it as. Do you know how hard it is to find good pictures of these two bat, bat wings, by the way? It's fucking ridiculous. Oh, uh, I wouldn't know because I didn't do it. Yeah, I, I, I think, yeah, I agree with putting the bat copter above the bat because all every time I, I can hear that image looking at it, you know, you're thinking yeah, of it. It's so fucking stupid and ugly, man. At least the bat copter's, like, fun, you know. 
I know, no, but looking at the backcopter image, can you also, it's like an image that you can hear, like you can hear the theme going on in yeah, your Yeah, man, the backcopter's got its own theme, man. None of these other fucking vehicles have that. Well, that's why it's number one in my books. <laughs> I think yep. this is the ranking I put them in. I mean, what do you think? Yeah, I mean, I think the explanation for putting that one at number one is simply for the moon scene where it goes over the moon. Yeah, this is more for fun than anything else. No, I think Aztec, Aztec yeah, it looks, like, just looks like it's just, but it is literally like a bat, a bat, a bat symbol. Bat yeah. And it's cool. It gets this action scene and shit. The one from this film as well is very cool, the way it's utilized. But um, it just doesn't look as good. It looks strange. It doesn't look as good, but it's, yeah, it looks like a, a, strong, it's a strong second. Like it's a strong second. Okay. Yeah. Well, no fight over that one. Uh, I think Alfred. we both know where this guy's going. He's. We have no Commissioner Gordon's, but we do have an Alfred. We have a new Alfred, Jeremy Irons Alfred. Where are we going to rank him? Second place. No one is ever going to dethrone Michael Caine. In fact, I think you should like right. create a few more tiers just to put him at the very, very <laughs> top. Hey, listen, Jeremy Irons Alfred is very, very. He is. Yeah. Good. If if Other Michael Caine didn't exist, this guy would blow out of the park. Oh yeah, yeah, definitely. Definitely. Jeremy Irons hold his own here. Um, that was uh, quick. I okay. Look, I um, make sure Michael came forever, man. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we don't have Gordons. I don't even know why I loaded it up. But... The theme. The theme. Oh, yeah, was that... Oh, I thought I had, uh, I had, I thought I had the theme open. Never mind. Well, um, well let's <laughs> pretend this is the theme. The theme and the film both look identical, like, to me. Uh, we're on the commissioners at the moment and it keeps ascending man I'm putting that it's number one right now is the Batman 89 theme yeah I think you've got the commissioners open right now that's what I'm seeing I do I do but I don't have the uh, Batman themes one open oh yeah good point so Batman theme this one so I know for sure number one is the Batman 89 theme and number two is the Dark Knight theme. Oh, actually, you know what? I'm going to open it. Give me one second. This is hard, this is hard to think. Because you know, like, uh, this, this almost feels like a proto version. No, no, no. This is definitely going second. This is I know, not... This feels, I, know, I, know, I know that, but it's like, it's like a proto version of like the Batman theme almost. Yeah, but the Batman, we'll, we'll review that when we come to it. I know, I know that. But... So I think for now, it's got to be second, right? Yeah. Uh... Oh, that one's pretty good, but it's not really a Batman theme. But mm, this one's closer to being a Batman theme than that one. Um, yeah, I think it's got to go second, man. It's like fucking sick, man. Um, and then finally, we're gonna rank the film itself. So in my head, I don't really have a, a um, strong opinion on the exact number I'd give this. I think I would either give it a high seven or a low eight. Um, yeah easily goes above um, batman returns but ah that's the thing it's it's one of those it's it's, i don't think it gets it doesn't reach the heights of batman 89 or batman begins which we gave an 8.7 each i'd put it yeah what did we give batman returns seven point we just gave it a seven seven okay if i was to give this a rating i'd give it like a 7.4 maximum really yeah, because it's like, I put it in the same ballpark as Batman Returns, where I don't really want to rewatch it, if I'm being honest. Like, it was, even even saying Batman Returns was good to watch, like, once, 
this is good to watch once. I don't think I'd ever want to watch it again purely because of 40 minutes of fighting Doomsday and other shit. This is one of those films where I, I can just happily remember it by watching clips on YouTube. I just watched the opening, I watched the nightmare, I watched the warehouse fight, and I watched the Batmobile chase. That is all I need to see from this film. Other than that, it's bang average. So you say 7.4? Yeah, maybe even 7. Point, no, no, I'm not going to be that mean, 7.3, but... Mm-hmm. Yeah, go on then. 7.4, I don't know. This has a lot of strong elements, though, you know? Ben Affleck, Jeremy Irons. I know, but just as a film. I just <laughs> That's about it, actually. Well, I mean, I might want to watch it again at some point, but not for a while. I feel, okay, yeah, I think... Yeah, because there's a lot of shit that I just like to ignore and filter out, but yeah, it is like... Yeah, okay, I'll give it 7.4. If this was, if this film, if the entire three hours of it had, like, was at its height, you know, like, of that quality... It would Ooh. definitely compete with like Batman Begins. Definitely. But uh but there's a lot of things dragging it down as well, like so yeah. much dragging it down. Yeah. This is a lot this of unne- we, 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 no time to We've given now. quite a generous review of this actually, because we could have gone in a, into a lot more detail on some of the really shit like scenes that hold it back, but uh, we we chose not yeah, to no, hold out that long time. time. Yeah, but uh okay. Seven point four. So uh, well, that's that's been our ranking review of Batman versus Superman, Dawn of Justice, Ultimate Edition, Zack Snyder, release the Snyderverse, blah 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 blah. Yeah, the Wayne's told about time. So I'm pretty happy with that one. Next yeah. week we're going to do Suicide Squad, your favourite film. Yeah, which I have seen before, and I want to kill myself knowing I want to see it again. Well, well at least it's only two hours. hours. It's short. It's short. Yeah, true. It's not three hours, man. Yeah, yeah. Batman vs. Superman three hours is a lot, and you know what? The theatrical release is two and a half hours. That was already fucking long. They added another half hour onto it. But hey, <laughs> we've still got the fucking Justice League coming up, man. Oh, Justice Zack Snyder cut. I'm because oh, I know nothing about that film, and I it's either going to be like four and a half hours of revealing entertaining stuff for me, or it's going to be four and a half hours of a film. Oh uh, man. Yeah. That's, that's, you might need a couple of sittings for that film. I think I've seen it once and I watched it in one sitting. Oh, wow. You're yeah. dedicate like a week. Oh yeah. I dedicated a full off Saturday afternoon to it, man. Obviously I paused it. It gives I'm you a place to sleep. I forget like who I am by the end of it. Yeah. But we're not there yet. I think, yeah, we we're gonna okay, so we're gonna do Justice. Uh, sorry, we're gonna do Suicide Squad, then Joker, then I think the Suicide Squad comes after that, and then, and then Justice League, and then the So, there you have it, ladies and gentlemen. So join us next week for Suicide Squad. In the meantime, you know, follow us, subscribe us, and share us with all your all your mates. And um, we'll see you next week. Same bat time, same bat channel.